Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. I'm back here with Logan, Brady, and Caden. We're introducing a very dear and close friend of the show. Logan's known him for a long time. Uh, Brandon, uh, we're glad to have you here. Thank you so much for giving us your time and showing up and contributing to the show. Logan, did you wanna kind of bring your friend in here? Yeah, so Brandon, we know each other since middle school, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's Buffalo yeah. Creek. And don't we have the same birthday, August 30th? Yes, yeah, sir, yeah. I forgot about that, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, me, you, and then my friend Ellison, El shout out Ellison, probably not listening, but you know, I still talk to him every now and then. But um, you know, Brandon, you were you were great above above me, so you know, we, don't, we never had classes or anything together. But um, yeah, we never really hung out that much in school. But you know, once I moved back from Tennessee and we we yeah, one of the same people, we discovered that we kind of have similar interests, like mm -hmm. identical interests, really. For sure. Just you know, like anime, sports, and really just anything. Just you know. Similar, similar outlooks on life, just similar people, you know? And, but with that being said, you know, I wanna talk about, you know, what got you into the things you're into, you know, where you're from. Like, I know you're a huge, you know, Bears fan, a Chicago fan. Uh -huh. So, just explain yourself a little bit, how, like, wh why you're, you know, what got you into everything you're into. For sure, Passions, man. loves. Yeah, for sure. Like well, first off, thank you guys for having me, man. I'm sure. happy to be here and just mm -hmm. kick it with you guys, get to know you all a little bit more too, because. But yeah, like I said, me and Logan, we go back a little bit of time. That one class we did have together, though, it was that gym class. We had Garrett Monet in there, too. Uh, Jacob May was in there. Mm -hmm. We had some memories in there, man. <laughs> that's, that's, I think, when we first met. And yeah, we just we never really like hung out much after that. And then, like you said, we moved back. We discovered that we sort of are a lot into the same thing. So yeah, first with the Bears, man. I'll start with that because a diehard Bears fan. Mm -hmm. It's funny because like you see me wearing a Rays jersey. I'll wear a Tampa Bay Lightning hat too. Um, everything else is just straight Tampa Bay. I don't, but the Bucks, man. I don't. I don't like the Bucks. I've just been raised to be. <laughs> I know that's gonna get some bad blood on here, but um, I was just raised to be a Bears fan, man. Like my family, they're from they're from Indiana, and at the time they didn't have they didn't have the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, they're in Baltimore. So their closest team was the Chicago Bears, so they just all grew up that way. And wow. I'm born and raised here. I'm from Manatee Memorial, you know, so they just sort of raised me to be a Bears fan, but everything else is just Tampa, whether it's yeah. the Rays, the Lightning. I know you guys are into the Rowdies. I'm trying to get oh, into that, yeah. too, oh, man. Next can, game, you should come I'm down, man. We'll touch on that because I'm a big soccer fan, too, mm -hmm. but, like, locally, there's really not much, you yeah, know. Like, here, yeah. Sadly, no. Not like, even in the U.S. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's so, not those historic franchises no. or clubs, but like when you actually like look at the Rowdies, there's actually a lot of history yeah. there, and Caden could tell you a lot about them. Yeah, for sure. It started, out, it started out in the 70s. You're the oldest Tampa Bay team. Really? Yeah. Bay sport, for, 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 I did not know that. Then, yeah. In 75, 1975. Wow. We started in the NSAL, and then we uh, bought a USL team and moved up, and now we're in the second tier of American soccer. You think there's ever going to be a possibility to make it to the MLS one day? Um, you know, we've, we've had this talks plenty of times on I the show. You know, it, at some point, for sure, but it just comes down to money. Money, yeah. money is money way popularity. different in Europe. I can imagine. Yeah, dude. It's not like that promotion system they have, obviously, overseas, but over here, you have to have a really good social media presence, yeah. a ton of, like, all the time, your home games have to be paid. Yeah, you have to have money loyal sales. fans. Yeah. A lot of money, too. And you have to have a really rich owner. Yeah. We, the owners for the Rowdies actually own the Rays. But yeah, well, we already know how cheap they are. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely should know that by now. But I, you, we're, you're from Manatee Memorial. You're a mm -hmm. Florida guy. What's what's your biggest memory down here, sports wise? I mean, you've been to plenty of sports events, I'm sure. Hmm. Did you play sports growing up? Yes. So I, I played a lot of sports growing up. Um, mainly, it was baseball, football, and wrestling. Those are three sports I dabbled in. Okay. 
Um, I wish I would have dabbled more in soccer as well and just at least tried it because it's crazy because I follow soccer like crazy now just as much as I follow anything else but I've never played it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, football, baseball, wrestling for sure. Wrestling was just sort of inherited because mm-hmm. my, both my brothers wrestled, my dad wrestled, my grandpa wrestled. I'm sure, so it's just, I'm sure it's you're in wrestling our blood. at home all the time yeah, too. It's, it's in our blood, you know. So, yeah. and, but then I, I, was, I was pretty athletic like, and humbly. But so like, I, I played t-ball and then baseball all the way up to like kid pitch and I was pretty good at that. Honestly, I think I was a better baseball player than wrestling. Okay. But I just love wrestling more. Mm-hmm. So I continued that throughout high school. Um, then just rode with that because it just I felt like it was like my calling in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sports has just been my life since as long as I can right. remember, man. It's right. like yeah. when people ask me about me, it's just like I work, I work, I play video games, I watch sports. I don't really right. do much That's else, you know. Literally I all of us. Yeah. I, just, you know, <laughs> I don't really do much else, you know. I just keep to myself. I'm like a popular loner in a way Type like shit. that. Hell so, yeah. um, but I don't really know like what started that. What like really sparked that passion? Was for it com- you like competition? I love competition. Okay. I'm very competitive. I fucking hate losing. You that's, have, that's one thing. You have siblings? Yeah. So I got ah. two older siblings. Um, same dad, different mom. So by the time like I was old enough to actually like remember things and like have like a consciousness. Yeah. They yeah. were sort of like gone out of the picture, but they were still always around. Whenever I see them, they were still wrestling and shit like that. So, but yeah, man and something with me just like sparked with sports and ever since I can remember like I'd growing up on the weekends I'd, week, I'd wake up and I'd be watching Sports Center on Saturday morning Facts. not so much not, All the time. not cartoons you know and like my uncle still talks about it to this day like he'll ask me well who's the top 25 college football rankings when I was like 7 thinking I wouldn't be able to name it you, you name know? every single every one every single one yeah. but yeah back to the the sports memory man I would say, honestly, most recently, I went to the Rays game on Easter this past month. Nice. Yeah. We played the Athletics, so I mean, not the most, I guess, like, they're, they're, enticing game. They're yeah. underwater, like, but they're dugouts sometimes. It was, it was the best Rays game I've ever been to in my life, man. We ended up smoking them. I got seats right behind home plate, like, seven oh, rows. Yeah. I was able to take my brother and my nephew, actually, for their birthday. So, nice. great experience, Easter Sunday, then. We ended up winning, I think, like 10 nothing or some oh, shit like that. That's a good game to watch. She's a crazy fan. And Juan DeFranco actually hit a home run in the first inning. We missed that. I was still walking to the seats. But oh, no. later on, Brandon Lau hit a grand slam. Beast. Seeing oh, that, yeah. seeing that right behind home plate, like live in person. Hearing that? Yeah. Oh, that's something I'll never forget. So I might be a little bit recency biased, but I think that's probably going to be my favorite, like, I, sports memory. We've talked about it a lot. Our, my favorite sports memory is as recent as last year. So kind of the recency bias at that Miami FC game versus the Rowdies I um, at Al Lang. It was one of the best sporting events I've ever gone to. Soccer in general is yeah. that and F1 I hear are the best sporting events as a fan you can go to. I, the, the, the energy, the vibe is just there. But another thing I did want to ask you, are you, are you going to school? Or are you pursuing anything in that regard? So, I, uh, after high school, I graduated in 19, and I went to SCF right after, and I got my AA in like a two and a half years. Okay. Um, but that's, I haven't done anything further with school yet, because about halfway through, I got a job at a trampoline park here locally, and I've just sort of worked my way up to the top since yeah. then. I'm the assistant general manager there, like full-time, nice. benefits, like treating me well, so like, I sort of set myself up good to where like, I'm just getting experience now on my resume. Yeah. Like, and I'm you're also not, racking up. I mean, yeah, that's like, also what's important. It, it's a little bit of a reality check sometimes because, like, I'm in a position now where I'm, like, interviewing people and hiring people and training people. It's maturity. Like, it's maturity. Yeah, like, I'm in a very, like, 
leadership. I mean, I'm in leadership roles. That's what it is at the end of the day, you know. Like, and I have my employees, I have my team, mm-hmm. and these people that are under me. I have to like sort of not only guide them correctly at work, but throughout life too, in a way, you know. Try to set them yeah. up for because mm-hmm. it's a Success. lot of like it's the first job type thing in a way. It was my like second job, but my first job I wasn't there for like two weeks. Yeah, and. Like, it's a lot of high school kids, you know? So, like, they're still young. They don't really understand the workplace. Like, so that plays a role in it, too. And, like, you trying to develop them and, like, get them sort of shifted in, like, that workplace type of mindset, which is a struggle on its own. But it's a very fulfilling job, too, in a way, when it actually does, like, pan out, you know? Um, But it's one of those things, like, you don't sort of realize the type of impact or, like, the situation you're in until, like, it actually hits you and you're, like, kind of overwhelmed and, like, Mm -hmm. blown back by it in a way. Definitely. But... So back to your question, my goal is to just sort of get that experience now, like, because I'm at a legit, like, management type role where I can have this experience and work my up, work my way up with this, and it's transferable to any field, industry, Absolutely. you know, so, On your like you were saying, too, like, manager. yeah, and I'm racking up, so if I decide I want to go back to school one day, then I will, once I actually have the money, because I refuse to put myself in debt for something that, like, at the end of the day, I really don't feel like I need, because I've, from, like, a, Firsthand, like it's who you know, not what you know. Because yeah, I only got in facts. to this place because of my friend, and now he's the GM there, and I'm right under him, and we both just worked our way up. And I think Trevor knows that more than because their grandpa. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. he's almost 80 years old and still working to this day. He's like, we been on the show before, his, had a whole yeah, episode connection, just like this one. Oh yeah, sure. I remember seeing that title. I yeah. think it's the season finale of season one, but yeah, pops, and he's gotten me nearly every job I've ever had except. Head, but I mean, it's really all about who you know, and yeah. you know a shit ton of people. You network with the right guys, mm-hmm. the right gals. You can get in the good positions at work or in your personal life as well. I mean, that's definitely important. You, you know, with that position at work you were talking about, you feel like you have a, like a, a new responsibility that's just been added to your life almost. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I was going to touch on that too because it's a little, I guess, ironic in a way because, like I was saying, I wrestled in high school, and mm-hmm. my senior year, they named, they named me team captain. And looking back on it now, that was probably like the worst choice I could have made. Like, if I'm being honest, I didn't understand that responsibility. I didn't fully right. like grasp yeah. that. I didn't understand the role I was in, and like I didn't make the most out of it. And like I wasn't doing the best at like actually being like a leader and being a captain, mm-hmm. like setting an example for the younger kids on the team. Like, I wasn't like by any means a terrible one, like setting terrible examples. But like I just could've wasn't. Been better. Yeah, I could have been better. I didn't like actually fully like. Take on your full Take role. Take on the role and like understand what it really was mm-hmm. to the extent I do now in this position. Like now you understand yeah. how much you're really and, and it's it's sort of bittersweet in a way because like mm-hmm. seeing that like I've grown from that is good, but at the same time it's like damn, I wish I would have like known what I know now. The back hindsight then. of it. Yeah, so to, to potentially see like what could have been, but you know, you can't get caught up on that so shit. You know? It seems like a big part of your like mojo, I guess, is like influencing people. Yeah. I feel like that you're really kind of into that. So like, I want you to talk about like, you know, your your mission, you know, so to say, like, like what what do you want to inspire kids to do, or your goal and like goals? Yeah. yeah. That's a great question, man. Cause it's a tough question. It is. It is. I don't know, man. I just a lot of times growing up, I didn't feel like I really had a voice in a way. Like, not to get too deep or anything, but like, a lot of it was just like. I had a little bit of a speech problem and I feel like I just wasn't able to like stand out, put myself out there more in a way. Mm-hmm. So like I was just always overlooked whenever I was in around yes. groups or anything like that. So that's, I've always never, like I always felt like I didn't really like stand out. Yeah, in a way. And like realizing now it's like, I'm kind of glad I didn't mm-hmm. No one might have come with it, but I want to sort of just 
reach out to the people that were like me or are like me now in a way at that point in their lives and sort of tell them like, hey it's really nothing to like no. stress out too much over and like it's okay to just be yourself and just 100%. do what you want at the end of the day you know? like because i think all of us in a way like we're all we don't stand out yeah. but you look at the kids that do stand out they're all the same yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they are all the same so like the kids that don't stand out like we're the we're unique the, ones you know like yeah. we really and that's why we don't that's why we don't stand out because we're not like everybody else mm-hmm. like so I, I think i don't know that's just something to think about but i mean kane you're in high school you see all these kids with the same haircuts know, they wear the same clothes no nah, it's like i um i was like one, one of the first days i go to parish and like if you like if you know anything about like just parish in general you kind of get the rap yeah like it's just you have your average fucking like mostly it's just your average fucking white kids <laughs> and uh i'm not gonna lie there's a bunch of them bro <laughs> There's so many. Like, I, one of my first, like, couple weeks at school, I'm just like, bro, I'll bet you five bucks if I can't close my eyes, look in one direction, and not see five people have the exact same haircut and wearing the exact same clothes. Mullets, huh? A lot of mullets. A lot of mullets, but also just a lot of... Like the uh, curly lo- tops. It's low, ta- it's low taper, wet curly hair. Yeah. Short shorts. Baggy jeans. Wristbands. Or short yeah, wristbands. Hella wristbands, yeah. bro. And they, it's all the same. So like, it is all the same. When I was in high school, I, I didn't, I didn't dress like anybody else. I dressed like Logan. You know, I'm chilling, bro. And obviously, Logan, like, and I think we all did that. But obviously, like, you know, you change your style. Like, I don't dress how I dress in high school anymore. Nah. But like now, you guys see, I only wear the same like my style of clothes. Yeah. You know, like, mm. so I feel like it's like you were saying how you didn't really stand out. I think that that's I, I resonate with that too, with I resonate with that too because like. The same way for me, but it was. I think I like that. I like that better. Because, me too. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm unique. You know. Mm. Like I'm not like anybody else. Mm. You know. And I think we're all kind of like that. And I feel like that's the best way, and like the only way you should look right. at it too. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Because confidence is the only thing that not the only thing, but like one of the only things that's really gonna like keep you going and like keep you on the right path with whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, I respect that. Yeah, hundred percent, man. You have to have confidence to do the most basic things. If you are scared of, like, if you have fear, just do anything. Like, the simplest task is, like, driving. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're probably gonna, you know, I'm not jinxing anyone knocking on wood now, but if you, you live with that fear, drive with that fear, mm-hmm. or do anything with fear, you, you might fumble the bag, per se, but no, I, I like what you said there. Yeah, I say that, too, but, like, I still struggle with that shit day in and day out. It's like everybody else, but it's, like, it's, it's something that like once you do get to that point where like you fully do feel confident in like what you're doing, the path you're going, whatever it is, like it's a beautiful thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of in the same. I don't know like really what it's like, but just based off of, like this, you like or like you hang around the older crowd a lot. Yeah, or, like yeah, you're yeah. around the older crowd. Mm-hmm. And I was the same way growing up this, mm-hmm. as well in yeah, high same, school. Like yeah. freshman year, bro. There's this one kid named Chris Francois, like one of the best, like coolest, most down to earth, creative individuals I've ever met. Yeah. And he was a senior at the time. I was a freshman. We had an engineering class, Mr. Kenzior. Shout out to him, man. Um, and I just remember, I said it was him, me, and another senior. And they just, they weren't that stereotypical, like, senior, you know? Mm. Like, they just kicked They already knew. Like, like, they already like, they were just cool freshmen. Like, not to, like, toot my horn, but, like, I just, even in the high school, I was always on the older kids. So, like, I was yeah. able to, like, kick it. So, like, you were like all right, sure yeah. probably for your age. So, like, all right, this freshman's not, like, that much of a dweeb. So, like, and he was really cool with me, man. Like he showed me so many things. Like he's like a, he's like an artist and photographer now, and that's cool. That's one thing that like I want to go down the path of as well, and that's one my goal one day is just. Are you a fan of just art and photography in general, or do you is there a specific type of art that you're drawn to more so than? So art, not so much. 
like if it piques my interest, it'll pique my interest. But it's more so like photography as a whole is art okay. to me. In okay. a way. So the traveling uh, yeah. aspect, yeah. the good shot taking, mm-hmm. the different types of equipment you can work yeah, with. 100%. I mean, photography is used in everything. It is. Yeah. Like it's just like how much marketing, how mm-hmm. like good you can make something with such like a natural, especially like natural yeah. stuff. Like how good you can make something with just taking one. Picture. Are you a fan of film? By chance, are you a movie guy or so? Really? Yes and no. Like I love me my good movie, but like I don't go out of my way to like watch movies as much as I probably wish I did. Um, Brady was telling me about this, how much you're into that oh, type of stuff. I'm a film nerd, man. I got a library. He, he could show you some crazy. Yeah, movies. I was saying like yeah, I was telling him I've, I've peeped some of like your reviews or like today's movie of the day or show of the day. Film of the week on Instagram. I had tea time reports for all the people out there not li- uh, just listening for the first time. But yeah, we do do a, like a film of the week every week, and we do do tons of like TV show and movie reviews. But honestly, since you kind of just gave me an answer, I like hearing from people I first mm-hmm. met because I can give you some like wacky ass movies For and sure. you can go watch them, watch Good Time. Okay. Like, check that movie out. It's with uh, Robert Pattinson, the guy that just played yeah, Batman. Yeah. But like this movie made me respect him. Okay. In like 2019, <laughs> this came out. I I hated him. I fucking hated were this you, guy. Twilight. Were you with yes. uh, Team Jacob? I, I may have been. I, may I have, was. I may have been the werewolf like fan base guy, oh but I, <laughs> too, and I feel like I'm the same way. But it's funny because you guys are a couple werewolves. <laughs> my girl, my girl's a huge like Twilight fan. Like that's her favorite thing ever, and she's been making me watch all of them lately. I'm so, so. sorry. But, um, <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I get the, the value to the fan base of those movies, but I just think they're just. Oh my god! I don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings, but I just think they're horseshits. Yeah. But some people, it's like, st- like how Star Wars is to us, and but that's, people, it's, that's how it is to them. You Star know? Wars, I will oh, die on a cross But for. good time, it's, <coughs> just to briefly go over okay. it, to try and get you hooked, it's like literally about a, um, this guy who's going on like a legit kind of war path, he robs a bank with his brother with like a mental disorder, very slow, and he leaves him behind, gets him in trouble, spends this whole night breaking him out of the hospital, and he breaks out the wrong guy. And I'm just gonna leave it at that, bro. And then the dude from Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks, it says, I'm the captain now. Okay. He's literally in it, bro. He's oh in the movie. Oh my god, he gets fucked, he gets over, fucked bro. bro. I'm, let me just nah, say, there's a spread bottle of acid god. that's involved yeah. with this. So just keep that in <laughs> yes. 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 I have not seen this movie either. What movie is this? A good, good time. time. It's, good a, it's, a, it's not a good time. A good but it's time. a good time for some of the individuals <laughs> in the film. Nah, that dude, but that, I'm the Captain Now guy, got destroyed. I, but you said, <laughs> you said you like photography, and one of my favorite things about film is cinematography. Mm-hmm. Like how they can like tell a story without no dialogue on. Yep. If you're watching Saving Private Ryan, there's just so many scenes where they don't have to say a word. Yep. You just know what's going on. You can just tell by the mannerisms, but just the shot, like mm-hmm. it's captivating. What are your thoughts on cinematography? Has that ever caught your eye before? Honestly, it hasn't. But that's like that statement you just said alone kind of sparked interest in me because mm-hmm. it's just find out a way to bring art out of something. Exactly. I guess maybe that's so like maybe natural, ordinary. Like there's just a scene between two humans in a way, you know. But I feel like sometimes a lot of that is yeah. Sometimes it's art. There's a movie called yeah. The Thin Red Line, and it came out in 2002. And uh, we watched it, right? Yeah, we watched half of it. It's very long. But the director that directed it, he went into retirement for 30 years, and then a studio came to him with this script. I can't remember the guy's name. And he, he was like, fuck it, I'll do it. And it names like Sean Penn, Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys in this movie, but there's barely any dialogue. And this is, like, it's a war movie. But, like, they show, like, mm-hmm. crocodiles, the trees, the birds, like, more than anything. You catch the whole scenery. Yeah. It's, and that in itself is beautiful. It is, because, mm-hmm. like, 
war and it's 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 sad when have some war but like and that just makes it deeper in a way because like you're saying did. it's all about war and all like the tragedy and tragedy and suffering and all like the dark sides of it then it has all the stuff it still focuses on too like the viewing like and everything so or something. I stuff see that's, why that's big. gonna get lost in yeah. this casual yeah. in this conflict and the stuff that might blossom from it as well as things that will survive like there's a fucked up story from the uh, I forget what it's called it's called something the canal in the Pacific where like a whole regiment of yeah. Japanese troops were just eaten alive by crocodiles because American soldiers pushed them mm -hmm. into the swamp area and like that story kind of it, it had nothing to do with the movie but like when they were showing like this whole swamp and marsh area I was like damn like just I can't imagine being like in those boots yeah. over there mm -hmm. walking That's and crazy. trudging through the mud but like when a movie can like make you feel like disgust or like mm -hmm. anger yeah, yeah. That, like it's doing, if a movie it feel like you're actually there if you have emotion right. in a film then it's it a draws you in yeah I, you know? I think so and yeah. I think you touched exactly on it like and I think I feel like that's my that might be what sets people apart and it's not like a bad thing or anything but like for example yourself and myself we realize and like we sort of notice I guess the the beauty in those types of things when there's really nothing that might not be there per se unless you actually like your mind's able to like open up into everything. Yeah. I, I don't know if that really oh, makes that sense. Just, but that just clicked with me too. Like when there's nothing good in the situation, yeah. you can still find that something good. Yeah, you're actually diving into it with your mind and making something out of nothing in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Art is how you perceive it. It's exactly. all how you take it. Life is perspective. And like just that, that alone, that statement alone, I feel like causes so much argument across the board. But it's just so true. Yeah. Like it's, it's all about everybody has a different perspective in life. Literally with religion, everything. with like where you are in the world, but like literally, like I think about this, like we don't agree. Uh, I don't know if I can say this. I'm just gonna say it. It's 2023, man. But like the the pink haired liberals, the trannies, like you know how like yeah, the yeah. stuff that they believe in, like none of us believe it. Like not, maybe some things, but like you know, I, like the ones that are really harsh about. Just you know, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Imagine time traveling back to like the Wild West right. or just any time period in the past and trying to explain to someone what a tranny is. That's what I'm saying. But like, oh, so yeah, it's really, a it's a girl that was born with a vagina, but now she has a. But penis. it's just like think, try, like put yourself in their right shoes, like like their beliefs are just so much different, and like that's just crazy to even think about. Oh, I'm glad you said that because that brought me back to what I was going to touch on and the key word you said was imagine. Like this is what yeah. I'm trying to say, like being able to put yourself in that situation. Like yeah. you said, being in the boots of those soldiers, like trying point to put yourself, yeah, trying to put yourself in their point of view and see, like with me, I do that with everything, whether it's like movies or history yeah. or shows, like, or even anime, you know, like yeah. it's an anime scene where they're going at it and it's like, Goku's going out with Vegeta, or is it Goku versus Jiren scene? I'm just like picturing myself in Goku's shoes. I showed them that like, the first time yesterday. Holy shit! Like I just, I picture myself in them shoes, in their shoes, and like, for some reason, I don't know if it's just because of how much weed I smoke. <laughs> my, my imagination is just that open, but like I actually feel it in See, a way, you know. For me, and I get goosebumps. Yeah, and I start to feel this yeah. Shit, like, and I'm able to do that whether it's anime or like a photo or like a movie, like. When there's nothing there, I'm able to put myself so, in their shoes, in their position. So yesterday I showed them the, the first time Goku Ultra Instinct. They all, it's their first time seeing it ever, these uh -huh. three. Mm. Didn't I say, I was like, damn, imagine seeing that shit. Imagine being there. Wasn't I saying that yesterday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was. Like, I think about the same shit. No, like, I have to fight one Goku, of these two bro. dudes, bro. I feel imagine like fighting Jiren. Like, I'm fucked, And bro. that's what I was trying to connect on. Like, That's the difference between some people and how they view art. Is like, if they're able to imagine themselves in it or in that yeah. scene or in that person's shoes or that character's shoes, I feel like they're able to get a lot more of a deeper and more 
meaningful understanding of it in a way compared especially, to someone that isn't able to do that. Especially if you have a vivid imag imagination. Exactly. Like, you have to have a lot of, like, creative thinking power, I feel like. And some people, like you, you said, don't... don't well, they, they, they have, do it. have it. It's this untapped. Yeah. But it's just they have never sought out to, like, expand on it or open their minds to, like, other things. Instead, it's, I want to go watch the new Marvel movie that's coming out over and over. Like, it's this... I, I'm not shitting on Marvel by any means, but I'm just saying, like, when you just kind of zone in on one thing your entire life, you just kind of... Well, be that, you know, yeah. you're just that flat, you know, kind of bland line in life. I like I Marvel know. is probably like the most like. If I heard Guardians was good, I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it either. To be honest, I, I haven't seen one Guardians movie. Really? Yeah. The oh. first one was good. I like the, I'll, the, the I'll soundtracks. Like are they're really both worth watching. They are both worth. Um, but I just I, I didn't see Ant Man or any of those like the new ones. I just I, I don't even know what no. they are anymore. I, I won't watch that either. And I get they're they're definitely drawing a lot um, from comics and stuff. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like these movies, Martin Scorsese, one of the best directors of all time, said it perfectly. These movies are like theme parks. Yeah. Like you're mm. just, you're just literally going there to, For a ride. yeah, just a, a bunch of CGI and, yep. you know, a bunch of different characters. Like it's, it's, it's old movies. after a while. It does. It does. It is old. None it of these, it's like, the movies are a bit recycled. The newer ones. Honestly, form. like Endgame was my cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. It was that inspired. And in that too, like. Because that's also where, like, I feel like the deeper storyline fell off in a way, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was that and then Spider-Man, the one that, that came out right after Endgame. Not the third one. The third one was good, but I, I don't know. I don't know. So the one that came after Endgame, that's not... That's with Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio. Okay, I like yeah. that. I, I, I like that movie, a lot. But that was created. The one where they brought back everybody, like... I still like that, too. It I like it, but it just... I don't know. It, it, it was like nostalgic. it was forced. It was forced, in my opinion. Like... Yeah, I think I, I just think the first two were so original, and the third two was so like trying. <clears throat> you know, they're trying to be nostalgic. Like they're not. It's not natural. I think a lot of it was that, and I think I just sort of got carried away more so with the beauty. The with them just, yeah, yeah the them coming back. Toby yeah, fucking Maguire. Just, yeah, yeah, that, that, that is just dope. Being there. Yeah. And when they're just trying to all like comfort each other, and mm -hmm. it's like, no, bro, you are great. That was way too forced. The Rome moment was good. I like it. It was. It touched me. And I feel like that sort of just outweighed all the bad parts. Yeah, I agree. I'll give you that. I just think the first two as a story are just way more smooth. Like, it's just way more, I don't know. The things, it's all about the things. Yeah. What would be your all-time favorite Spider-Man movie? All the way back to Tobey Maguire. You know what? First one, first original. You know what? I used to say, um, I used to say Tom Holland is the, was the best Spider-Man, but I went back and I watched Spider-Man One, and I was just like, nah, like this is what. I gotta say Spider-Man Two with Doc Ock. Yeah. That was that was my favorite. Okay. I was gonna say honestly, the third third one with Venom. Okay. I like I like that. I do like it. I like that. You can pick any of those three. honestly. And I'm always I've always been a villain guy, and I feel like that was like the most. In depth, like best villains. Yeah, so far. villains are always written better. And I, I like Doc Ock. I really do. Toby was just so goofy. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. goofy, but I, I liked Venom, and I like Topher Grace as Venom. He's from that '70s show. So. I really like him as an actor. Speaking of villains, so have you guys seen the new Thor movie, Thor Four? I have not, not, bro. So, oh my god. I mean, so. I know Christian Bale was the villain. He is. So. Yeah, he was. Was he good? So, the villain's name was Gore the God Butcher. And if you go on, I think there's like a Marvel website, you can look up any character's backstory, right? Mm. If you go on, I think it's like Marvel Wikipedia or whatever. If you go on Marvel Wikipedia and just look up Gore's story, it's so in-depth. Like, there's so much to his character. Like, 
that, like I fucked with him way before they even announced the movie. I knew who Gore was because he was a beast. He was he killed. He was a a guy that was abandoned. Um, his wife and his daughter died. Like mm-hmm. the, he prayed to the gods to save him, and the gods never came. And somehow he got power or something like that. And he started killing every god, every god, every Just single. Just and then uh, it was it's Thor's enemy. I think Thor, I think uh-huh. Thor killed him or something like that. But in the movie, his backstory is five minutes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yay! They tell what happened. He lost his wife. He lost his daughter. That's it. I don't even need to see it to know how it went down. That's it. Like it just it, just enough to to spark a revenge story. I only I think I only watched the first Thor movie. It's all yeah. the only one. Oh, you the, you yeah. watch the uh, third one? Don't watch the second yeah, one. Just stick with yeah. that one, bro. No, I did watch the second one too. What What was the one that had the giant ass like lava monster? That was the like, third one. Okay, Ragnar so I watched that. Hulk. Well, Hulk. Yeah. Hulk yeah. I watched that one. I like that. That, that was, was the one I didn't like. Yeah, that one was yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, no, don't watch the fourth and one. Or the second. Or the second. Well, he said he watched. I think he watched all three. Yeah. Now that Now that we're talking about it, I think I did watch all three of them. I know. I at least watched the first one. It's one of the worst trilogies they released. Yeah. The third one's amazing. Third one's amazing. He's right into Endgame or led right into Infinity War. So good. But the 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 first two, I don't know what they were doing. Um, I really (laughs) don't know what they were going for. The first one's I. Is it? No. Do any of you know much about Norse mythology at all? Yeah, um, yeah, there, the yeah. gods and like I watched. And I don't know much about like the, the the mythology behind it, but I there's a movie that came out called The Northmen, and they I watched about that, Valhalla yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, like, that, work. that did a very good job representing what the Vikings were. Mm-hmm. I feel like no, was, I I love that movie. I love. I mean, storytelling and like shit like that, not really. But I, mean, I feel like the point of it was, it was just to show them. to capture what it was like, yeah. and they did a good job. Um, but yeah, I, the only reason. I feel like I sort of shied away from Thor because I don't think Marvel was just portraying that type of mythology the right no, way. No, they weren't. Yeah, and they weren't. It was kind I, of a joke. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I've it was, it was kind of a joke. Into Norse mythology more than anything else. And so you you didn't see any of like actual logic being brought no. into it. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, and think about like when people think of Thor, they think of Marvel Thor. They don't think of yeah. God Thor. I know, they and don't. like the God Thor. He's a badass. And he's a fat ass. He is. He's too. a fat ass. He's, he's, like, not, no he's, he's not no fucking like. He looks like the Thor when he was yeah. fat and then came <laughs> back to try to get him back to come. But like, he, he's not no fucking angel, though. Like, Have you played Thor? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, he, no Thor is not no <laughs> angel like he is in the movies, bro. Thor's a mean motherfucker. Like, he you kills him. Have you played Assassin's Creed Valhalla? No, I haven't. That's a very great. Probably. He's in that? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's all about the. It's just Assassin's Creed going to, like, the North. Or the Norse realm. And he has powers and shit in it? Yeah. What He's, the fuck? I think, so the way you it fight works him? is... I, I forget, to be honest, but I did it. You can go around the entire map and collect all the pieces of his armor. So like all the shin plates and the chest plates uh-huh. and the helmet and his actual hammer. So I did that. So I'm all like decked out like Thor, which is oh, sick nice. as fuck. Um, but it's, they visit they visit like the Norse side of things. So I don't have you ever played Assassin's Creed? Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite game series of all time. Black and, Flag. Yeah, Black Flag was my favorite before. My favorite was three. I loved the three. three was great. So dude. good. Playing both sides too. Oh my god. And just the, the Native American aspect. Which one was the French Revolution? Uh, Unity. Unity was that. That was the first new generation that, that came out on the PS5. I heard um, like mixed things because I remember when it came out. It, wait, or was it Brotherhood that I'm thinking? Of? Brotherhood was three. That's the one that okay. we we're talking about. So yeah. that came out well before. That was PS3. That's where okay. you play as uh, Native American. Native American. Connor, play, right? Yeah, Connor. Connor he plays his dad. Um, that's his dad's name. 
Haytham something. Right? Haytham Kenway, right? I think so. And then, and then Black Flag, you play as his dad, right? Or some his grandpa. Or some like some ancestor related to him. Yeah. That one's fire. Yeah, that, one's that was fire. the first time they introduced the Black Flag? the naval oh, system and yeah. all the boats. There was a yeah. touch of it in three, but it wasn't anything mm-hmm. like four. Oh yeah, that's anything like free four. roam. You're just mm-hmm. sailing around the the ocean, the Caribbean, being a pirate. That shit was so that's a fun wild. game. Yeah. And that's my favorite type is, of game. So that's your favorite gaming franchise mm-hmm. of all time. Is there your favorite game or is it Assassin's Creed? Like, so before game? Assassin's Creed Valhalla, my favorite game I've ever played was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So good. Dude. Oh, Ty. Right, yeah. Ty Every, everything about it, dude. And I never played Red Dead 1 fully. Um, it's funny that my grandpa, he... RIP to him. He just passed recently. He, uh, I'm sorry he played... Thank you. He, uh, he played video games till the day he died, which was so cool to me. Um, he still had, now I think he had a PS4, but he always had that old, like, OG PS2. Types. And I was, I'd be like six, seven years old, going in his office and just running around on Red Dead 1, just <laughs> fucking shit up. Not I played that game so doing. many He times. would just tell me, make sure you don't mess up my save, make sure you don't mess <laughs> up my save, just don't save it. What a G. Yeah, for real. And then I would just run around, just blow people's heads off and, like, ride horses. So, like, I never understood the story. But then once I started playing Red Dead 2, I was like actually older. Then like I went back and played so Red Dead good, 1 and like yeah. everything about it, dude. The storytelling, all the all the NPCs and like all perfect. the side stories, bro. Like in that Wild West type exploration, open world, dude. Everything about it. The scenes too. And it's and like watching practice. a movie, but you're literally playing. Like you're playing. Oh my god, like, dude. Just insane. And it was just so. And honestly, not even so much the story. It's all the side quests and all the little things that like you just be roaming around the woods. Through the mountains, and there'll just be some little tiny hut. So detailed. Yeah, I remember you found a KKK in one yeah, of the woods. Yeah, you found a KKK leader. Like, yeah. I always go and just kill them all. You do a little yeah, side yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna lie, that, that might be my favorite game too, honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that game. Or like you go in there and you just initiate some side quest, and it's mm-hmm. some like haunted family, and you get some achievement from it, or like some mask. It's so just the pig detail. farm? You know what? Yeah, everything. Dude. Or fucking go rob a train. Everything. Or like you would just be able to get a horse, lasso some person. Yeah, that you just ride Hog by, hot tie, yeah. tie them. You used to be able to just drive them mm-hmm. on the put them on the train tracks. GTA, the train tracks, the wild GTA is the wild bro, west. Literally, imagine, imagine what GTA Six is going to be like. There's, it's going to be insane. They said that's going to be the most expensive game ever. It's going to be as insane. As far as like budget wise, going insane. into it, how much do you think it's going to cost out the gate? At least 80, 90. But you know, maybe they reset the market for brand new game prices. You see that Probably. year in year out now. I, I hope mean, not, dude. it's been going up. Just PS Five games are seventy down rather than sixty. Fucking Xbox, bro. bro. I, I don't even want to talk 60 about 60 was already crazy enough. Mm-hmm. GTA's probably going to be like 100, bro. I wouldn't be surprised. If it goes I, there? I, yeah, no. If, I, if it's, it's worth it, though. More of the biggest game I'll, ever I'll made. Oh, yeah. I, I would pay. pay. Everyone here is going to Think about it. GTA 5 came out when I was in 7th grade. 10 years ago. And it's still relevant now. Yeah. Like, it still has like like a seven massive fan base. I just graduated four years ago, like yesterday, the day before. <laughs> and 7th grade is when it came out. I was in 6th grade. Damn, time flies, man. Time does fly. So you guys were saying that are is everybody here Star Wars fans? Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Rogue One. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I was gonna say Rogue One myself. Really? Why? Just I need bad to hear guys both win. Of you guys. Okay. Bad guys win. Rogue just, One and Episode Three. That's what I think. So I have those two. I would say Empire Strikes Back or Rogue One or Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Empire Strikes Back. I, I just love when the bad guys win. You don't see yeah. it enough mm-hmm. in film. You don't see it. like And plus, they're so fucking cool, man. I mean, Emperor Palpatine, he's just a fucking badass. Yeah, I, he is. Dude. Just the Sith in general. There's so much lore there that it's just insane. You just Ep- gotta love it. Episode 3 is definitely my favorite. Rogue One, I gotta say, I just love the aspect of like 
not only just like the teamwork, but they actually built up the characters in one movie. And like, yeah, honestly, okay. going into it, you didn't know what the fuck was gonna no. happen. And and because like they branded it as this like Star Wars story, like it's a Star Wars story. Honestly, I think I would do good to rewatch it and look at it from that perspective Dude, rather please. than because I've watched it from that other perspective. Like I'm expecting like some Star Wars type story and lore and I just I don't know I was just probably set oh, it, I probably set it up for failure it gives you plenty of lore mm-hmm. though it does it's a very filling and movie what, uh, what's it uh, Andor Andor yeah, 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 yeah. sets up him. Andor for his TV show that's on Disney Plus I mean and that's, a good, that? that's a good I haven't dove into good. any it's I've good. watched two episodes of The Mandalorian and I haven't watched any other wow. I haven't yeah, watched I, any I've Kenobi been or anything dude. Kenobi's mid I'd still watch it though I would just watch it for the nostalgia I'd still watch it definitely still watch it there's, it, there's, it'll disappoint you though. But the ending is good. The ending is good. The last fight. Andor's good. Andor's Mandalorian good. is really fucking good. Yeah. Though. It's okay. really dude. Season. I'm gonna two. have to give another shot. You're you're gonna. I watched like, season one. It's it's good, dude. But I haven't even got into it. Really. Season two finale. If you get there, literally text me your reaction. Okay. Please, because you're you're gonna. I just got. I think I just got so tired of the Baby Yoda talk. Yeah. And it, scared, and it just pushed me away. It veers off. Leaves, he him. leaves for a while. He leaves. It, for a while. it veers. It veers off and focuses on mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. I feel like that's all I was like watching it for was Baby Yoda, but like I wasn't even really that intrigued by you it. You want to hear my theory? What's that? I think Grogu's gonna be the Dark Jedi, and I think he's gonna lead an army of Mandalorians, and one of them, I think Mando might actually wield the dark saber. Mm. Like I think that's what it's gonna end out because like there's so much. Dude, Grogu is a fucking. If you read the lore and the comics and the books, he's okay. a monster. He's a monster. Shit, like he's he str- might be the strongest force wielder ever made. Like genuinely in the Star Wars universe. How does he Especially exist? EU. How would he exist in that time though? This is again. This is after everything's concluded with Rey and. And oh, that, is it? Yeah. I thought it was like episode... Well, no, okay, Ahsoka's in it. No, this is like after Clone Wars, yeah. but like Rogue One hasn't happened yet. So, but when Grogu's like a badass, it's after everything? Uh, it depends because like, I don't know the exact timeline, but I know that if we... During this whole thing, when Luke and Leia, they all emerge and the rebels like emerge, there's a lot going on on Mandalore... That you don't hear, hear you don't hear about it at all. You hear about it in the Clone Wars series, and you get to see it a little bit. But I mean, it's a very, very interesting story arc, and if it pans out the way I think. And I it like is, how they they we're use gonna see Clone some Wars. really cool shit. I like how they use Clone Wars to like build up like the Mandalorian, and, Dude. and then like Mandalore, like the planet. If you want to learn about Star Wars yeah. and learn Clone Wars. all the cool characters, just watch Star Wars and Clone Wars. The first two seasons are a little bit of a drag. But it gets really good, and when Disney bought it and finished the show, it's the one, like, actually 10 out of 10 thing I would give Disney. You're talking about the animated series? Yeah. Okay. It's I have a buddy I played PlayStation with, and he's been hyping it up for the longest. Oh, Clone dude. Wars? Yeah. Dude, oh, but we, we all grew up watching Clone Wars. That was, that was the shit. shit bro. I tried to get into it, dude. I, just, it. I tried to get into it. I just, like, I would watch it if it was on and I had nothing else to do, but I couldn't get invested it's, into it. It's a little... Difficult, but now that it's kind of done, like there are episodes that are just what you would call filler episodes in yeah. anime. Like Naruto, you guys always say there's like filler episodes, mm-hmm. just kind of like a weird, lame story. Mm-hmm. There's a couple episodes like that where it's like politics and stuff, but dude, you get to follow some of the badass clones yeah. of the war Captain Rex, clone, uh, clone commander Cody. You get to meet uh, Savage Press. Okay. Jedi killer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in a way, it just sort of brings it brings. Stories and these characters oh, like exactly. that are just sort of like there on the side. Let me just say this: if you watch <laughs> Boba Fett right now, the appearance of some of the characters would mean jack shit to you. Yeah, there'd be no build up. You'd be like, "Who's that?" Not yeah. that I don't even. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. Like, watch the Clone Wars and see, like, Cad Bane and, like, um, some of the bounty hunters, uh, Ventress. Yeah, Side Ventress, yeah. Dude, dude, you get to see so, them, like, so much more drawn out. Yeah, Bosk. So that, I feel like there's a that's there's some beauty in that because you're just watching the other show and you see him pop up and you're like, oh shit, that's just him. Growing mm-hmm. up and watching Cad Bane just be literally a like a character a from uh, Red Dead Two yeah. in Star mm-hmm. Wars, the best pistol wielder in the galaxy. He's in a, a fucking animated TV show and while you're a kid on Cartoon Network, and then what happens later? Boba Fett live action mm-hmm. comes out. And he, oh my god! And dude, his appearance in that film—I actually like—I I think I no, started crying. Remember when I said? Remember like, when I said? It was I, so awesome. Remember when I said before we watched it? And I said, uh, so we were watching the uh, like when it came out. We were watching every single episode of the day they came out. All you do is you see, you see, you see a figure in the desert yes. walking towards, and Caden says, "If that's, that's Captain Cad Bane," and I said, "If that's Cad Bane, I'm gonna shit my pants." <laughs> and it was actually Cad Bane. I was like, "Damn it, now I gotta do it." He, he goes like before Boba, the best bounty hunter in, in yes. Star Wars. No, no, like no, he beat Boba. He, he did beat Boba. He's the one that uh, he gave uh, the Boba the dent in his helmet. And I've never even heard of him. Oh, dude. Really? Cad Bane? Yeah. You know, the, you know the Denton? Yeah. That's from him. He gave him that. Yeah. He's killed so many iconic fucking bounty hunters. You get to see Dengar. You get to see Bosk. You get to see a young Boba Fett in a prison. Yeah. And he tried to assassinate yeah. Mace Windu as a kid. with. It, dude, there's so much. I mean, Does it? So, I saw this quite some time ago. And I never knew this until I saw this video. But sort of what the colors of the lightsabers represent yeah. in a way. And I don't know if it was accurate or anything. But, like, one... For example, was the purple like someone who sort of dabbled in both sides? Yeah. So I, I thought of Mace Windu, but I was like, I like that. But I was like, I only really know of him as like a, maybe like a Republic-sided person rather than like. Does it ever dive into his story on like? Oh, dude, he has his own arcs. Yeah, yeah, and you can you can see it in the series for sure where he, he has like more. He's the only Jedi in the entire show that if there was like a downed tank. He would go and get his clones out and like get them to safety. Yeah, okay. He had so much care and compassion that it would be a weakness in a sense. Mm. But when he fights, he, you can just tell how angry he is. Especially if you watch the prequels again, just his demeanor, he's yeah. incredibly angry. He uses that rage. And that's something that like as a kid I was I was gonna say I've always felt drawn to him in a way, but I can never figure out like why, he's, like what it was. But like that he's a explanation one. like sort of just explain it for me. I don't, I don't know. I think there is one that is as equally as good to him, and at least in my in my eyes, Plo Koon. Plo Koon, Plo Koon plays such a big role in. Uh, he's in the first Clone Wars episode. Yeah, he's in the first yeah. Clone Wars he's episode. One he's the one that found. Found, heard found that. Ahsoka. I've never found. I've mm-hmm. never heard and of that guy. He's the probably uh, like in terms of tapping in terms of tapped into the Force. He's the most tapped into the Force Jedi, like ever. Damn. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, so, he's only in the Clone Wars? No, he's in the movie. He dies. He's, he's dies. in the prequels. So he's like, he's in it, but like he doesn't really have they much don't, of a... They, they just don't draw them out. I think you, you know. see him die, though. You do. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's one of those things yeah. where like, you, like, they put it in the movie for the people that know the comics, and like they see that happen, and they're just yeah. like, damn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember in episode three when like you see a Jedi fighter flying through, like it looks like cities on hammocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he gets shot down. He's like a wrinkled face with a mask. I remember that. Two like whiskers down here. Yeah, he can breathe in space, bro. Okay, he's he's hard. he's, yeah, he's he, cool as but fuck, bro. that's not what his strengths are. Caden was talking about it. He's tapped in the force. His more force ability yeah. is he's one of the strongest. But blue sabers are typically Jedi masters, mm-hmm. but also they are very tapped into the force. So Obi Wan not as talented with a lightsaber, 
but very, very like okay. strong with the force. It's how he literally escaped death and went to a different force kind of afterlife with Yoda and mm-hmm. Anakin. You see that in the yeah. later uh, episodes and that kind of manipulation of that power, like in Star Wars, you have to be. You only like, see them doing it. You, you, you have Qui Gon as well. You have the to Qui-Gon. be one of the best Jedi yeah. of all time. And another thing you should definitely watch, just because of the lore, um, don't play the game, but the Star Wars Old Republic cinematic trailers okay. on YouTube. Go watch all three of them fire, in a row. Fire. And you get to learn about the thousand year war between the Sith mm. and the Jedi before the rule of two with the Sith, where there yeah. were only two Sith. There was hundreds of Sith back in the day, man. Mm. I mean, you get, <laughs> dude, hundreds. They literally Holy crash shit. into the Jedi Council in one of the videos, and it's like all out war. It's a war, like it's oh, a Jedi yeah. lightsabers. And, what yeah. you want in a movie so bad, yeah. and what you want, what, what and it was which like, Lucas films clones were actually yeah, it was like, like ten minutes. It was all strange. Like ten minutes, just fire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, please, please watch. And them. like, like some of the some of the troopers were able to like fight Jedi. Like that, they were yeah, actually rather than being some bodies. Oh yeah, just there's. And just, Killer you get killer. to learn about the old planets, like Alderaan, you get to learn about some of the most iconic Jedi and Sith. Just so before everything. The most powerful force wielder, probably, besides Grogu, mm-hmm. if Grogu is going to be my prediction of what he could be um, in this series of Mandalorian, but there's a guy named Darth Malgus, and what he did was, no one's ever done it before, mm-hmm. and ever has in lore, comics, books, or shows, what he was able to do, he lived an entire life, he pretty much essentially became the king of the Sith, essentially, like the big man, and he had underlings that would just do whatever he wanted. But he eventually fell on Alderaan, and he didn't actually die. He was able to re-manipulate his life and be, like, born again as a whole different person. And he just waged war on the Sith and the Jedi. He had his own army and two twin sons that he raised from the ground up and a daughter that was more powerful than both of them. But his two, yeah, no, his two twin sons would go and kill Sith and Jedi and because of his, like, anger towards both sides. Because he was killed by a Jedi, but he was let down by the Sith. So, he, dude, it's just so fucking awesome, bro. Holy like, there's so shit. much more to Star Wars than people think. Mm-hmm. And there's more than just the movies and just these live-action shows. Go watch the cartoons. Go on YouTube. There's so many great reviews on, like, cool characters. Darth yeah. Plagueis, Sidious's uh, master. He killed him in his sleep after learning how to... Remanipulate life, how to bring back life, how to clone life, how to he was about to be never immortal. die. He's gonna be immortal. Yes, yeah. there's so much to it that's like it's like holy fuck. Yeah, you can see why people in real life have legit made a religion called Jediism, bro. Like there's an actual religion dedicated to these some movies. Reddit, yeah. Some Reddit things. No, definitely. Some yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a thing. People people read so much into it and make more of it. It's beautiful to see something like that that was deemed like crackhead shit in the mm-hmm. 70s when it came out now it's one of the most beloved things of all time you know it's awesome i, I love oh, star yeah. wars i could talk about it for hours man. i'm sorry i love it no don't be it's sorry timeless man. it is it is but I mean, it came on the 70s and it's still like there's still content based on yeah. the skywalker story like that's the genius later part of it. 50 years later that's crazy and, and that's just, you, you don't see that much. I mean, you get, you know, 10 Fast and Furious movies, but do those hit the same? No. <laughs> no not at all. It was the first three that were good, and then the rest stopped. They should have stopped after Tokyo Drift. Maybe did a fourth one, ended it up with, you know, with Paul and... Yeah, then they got John Cena and shit. And yeah. Like, Jason Momoa. And don't get me wrong. I love John Cena. I'm I, a big WWE guy, but yes. like, come on. You're just like... It's money. Yeah, you're just... 
It's to the point where it's... Who's watching these movies in theater, though? I don't know. A ton of people, sadly. Who is spending $20 a ticket and going to see that You guys heard that this this one is going to be a part two of a finale. So they're going... No, a part part one of three, excuse me. So they're going to 12 total. So they're gonna have eleven and twelve to end this out. I don't. I don't even know what the fuck it is anymore. Is this? Is this about cars? They've already been to space. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I I haven't seen that one. And thank God. I, I saw a clip. Bro. Like, bro, I can't. Dude, dude I, I saw a thread on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I saw a thread yeah. on Twitter the other day. Where it was like, what was the first? Um, what was the first Fast and Furious? Uh, uh, yeah, you saw that was, that, was what I like, saw. that made you just just leave the theater. And then they're and then they're like driving up in space. And then you see the the shits come apart and they're yeah. floating. Yeah, like, and, and the then Dom just looks at Tyree Skips and they're just talking. And no, just like dude, there was one where Dominic Toretto fucking catches a car. He catches a <laughs> car coming out. That shit, like dude. what, bro? Dude, no, dude. What gets me is in this new ad they have like. It's like Vin Diesel on top of like a dam, and his son is strapped up next to him. He's like, "You're not taking my car." And there's like tanks closing <laughs> in on, him, and he drives off the dam. My family's child endangerment. Like, CPS. <laughs> where are you? Like, fuck. Right. I just don't know how that's a movie anymore. I, I seen one. I think it was the one that he fought uh, Jason Statham, and he, he's on the bridge. And I saw it on Twitter. It's like. It was, a, it was a thread on that. It was like yeah. when, when he starts earth bending and he stomps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was literally like, about to talk about that one. He's literally just starts stomping the ground and delivers a killer shot on a guy. What? Dude, yeah. no. He earth bends. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's actually getting worse now that we're talking no, I think about that was it. Really one, honestly. I think it was like, like, it's like the one with, what you Jason Statham. When I think about yeah, like, the Fast and Furious, I, I just think about Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker and Too Fast, Too Furious, yeah. bro. When it's he says, don't worry about it, cuh. It's like, <laughs> no, that, no, that, that's a cool 2000 My pockets ain't empty, cuh. Paul Walker, a G for that. Rest in peace, my friend. But, like... I feel like if he was alive today, he'd be like, guys, you know, let's, That's let's, what I was let's say. stop. Like, do you really think that Paul I feel Walker like would have liked what they did with this? Hell oh, no. I feel like no. He would not have been a part of these Because now it bro. feels like a superhero movie. Yeah. Where there's like, no, you got John Cena yeah. as a villain, Jason Momoa. And now the they're brothers. And now they're friends. No, no they were enemies. brothers. Him and John Cena were brothers, bro, in, the, in that last movie. I, bro, how? How is that the first time we're hearing about it in eight installments of the franchise? Yeah. How? Like his magical brother pulls like shows up with a and special John Cena. I don't know, bro. What really destroyed the franchise, I feel like, was not only going after <laughs> three, but the Hobbs and Shaw. That's yeah, one of the worst yeah. movies I've ever I seen. Theaters. And it, it's terrible. It, it's very bad. The only good part about that movie is the opening, um, like the morning routine scene where it shows like The Rock and Jason Statham's character both showing what they do in the morning. But that's the first five minutes of the movie. After that, I legit can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, Idris Elba was kind of lacking that. Well, I mean, R.I.P. He's alive. He do He. I thought he passed. Oh no, it was. I'm um, thinking of. Uh, <laughs> damn. No, you cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know who else did that? Mark. Yeah, Mark did that. Uh, Mark, okay, I'm glad I'm in there with Mark. No, Mark. yeah, yeah, you're. No, I, I know who you're thinking of though. <laughs> I thought there was some. <laughs> No, well, Caden, what was the guy's name? He did the voices for Destiny. He was in Lost. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. He was yeah, yeah. John Wick 1, 2, and 3. The yeah. Oh, Clark. oh, oh, oh. That's what I'm thinking of. We did oh, a whole segment yeah. on him because I fucking, I love the guy's craft. Um, yeah, he, he was he put, he was in the uh, hotel with John Wick. He'll, he'll, he'll hear this one day. <laughs> I apologize. Um, no, dude, did you guys hear what, Caden, find that name for well, sure. He, he but did. I think he did test positive for COVID at one point. Idris Elba. Well, dude, did you hear what's going on with the Jamie Foxx bullshit? Yeah, like he's yeah, been yeah. out of the hospital yeah. for weeks, and people are 
our people are still saying that he's like on his deathbed. We apologize for the noise. It's uh, we have two great Danes that are incredibly active. <laughs> Sorry Lance, about that. His name is Lance, Lance Reddick. Yeah. Lance Reddick. Yeah. He was a massive, massive part of the Destiny community. He played Destiny actually. Apparently, the night before he passed, he was, he was, on, on, De- he was yeah. on Destiny. I heard about that. He was a massive part of the community. They've been doing like ceremonies every day for him in game. That's so shit. cool. That's that's yeah. awesome. That's the like, ever. And people rat on video games. Like, come on, you're not gonna find that type of like unity and like no, anything anywhere else. Besides the sports community, you won't find a community Nothing. like that anywhere else in life, bro. Because no. everything is kind of, I don't know. I, it's just weird. Everyone's kind of devised now more than ever. You know, you feel that. But that's a whole other topic we could get into is then, the state of society now. If that's oh, something uh, we want to talk about, oh. I'd like to hear Brandon's opinions on that. Oh, man. What, what are your um, thoughts on, I guess, what's been going on with... I mean, this is going to be like our, our legit first episode that we're going to be going in depth on this. We haven't really talked yeah. about like serious issues like this, but I definitely want to. It's just they're very controversial. As um, everything is nowadays. Caden showed me a photo of Joe Biden, our president. Uh, with like it was a card giving like with actual instructions on like what to do when you walk out and give this mm-hmm. speech and like answer a question from this specific reporter mm-hmm. say yes say this oh and like God. prefacing well, the hour and walk I, upstairs yeah no like it was it, it was weird you guys can find it out there and I'm, I'm fucking guaranteeing that unless you never know big tech takes it down but uh, w- what are your guys thoughts on us potentially having you know, a puppet in office what is right this? now. What is this? I mean, it's what? obvious. They're doing it in front of our faces at this point. They're laughing at us. I, I just think, <laughs> like... It is funny, though. It is funny. It is funny, but, like, when you think of, like, the state of the world right now, like... That's the leader of the best country in the world. It's sad. It, it's Honestly, sad. It's when you think about the President of the United States, you are the CEO of the biggest business in the world. You are running the biggest business in the entire world. And if you don't have an edge, you don't have some kind of, like... Like, when you listen to that guy talk, it's, you think he's negotiating at big tables, like, with country? Uh, no, bro. He can't even fucking formulate a sentence. I, I just get concerned about that. I'm not going to lie. So I was just It's hard not to, What's really going on, bro? Like, it's hard not to. You know, like, me, myself, personally, I try to stay away from it as much as possible just because at the end of the day, there's no point. Even. There's no point. In, you like, can't anything about it. It's always going to be like this. There's always going to be these divided sides. But, like, and at the same time, because... It will like freak me out because the evidence that's there it is kind of fucking scary. It, it is scary, bro. And especially like especially with all the currency shit going on right now, and um, there's this one video. I my memory's kind of like j- jagged on it, but it's from like either the 70s or the 80s. It's I believe I heard it on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was either a former like KGB reporter or some type of. He was involved with the KGB somehow. I, I know what video. I listened to this clip. And he pretty much just laid out, and like I said, this is in the 70s and 80s, somewhere around that time, don't forget that. He pretty much laid out the CCP, or I, f- I forget if it was the CCP or Russia's plan. I want to say it's the CCP's plan. And it's of pretty much like a 70 to 80 year plan. And he broke down every single step of it. And if you go back and listen to it now, and when he starts to break down like how they're gonna come in internally and divide internally. and start using things like propaganda, which is now like social media and the way they infiltrate everything. They're just going to do all of that to divide everybody internally with within the country. Then that's when they're going to start 
Dave Hamilton ready to strike. I I agree. Like not only that great great recite there because like that's mm-hmm. crucial because you see a lot of videos and stuff now that you can like this is all searchable. There's tons of videos that I've seen with like teachers with pictures of Mao in their classroom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone knows who Mao is, but he was the former leader of the CCP. I don't know if it was the CCP back then. It might have been a different regime, but this guy killed hundreds of thousands of people in China and, and orchestrated, yeah, or, orchestrated gen- genocide. Mm-hmm. And it's still going on there now today against the Uyghur uh, people, which it's an atrocity. And the same thing in Yemen that just doesn't get talked about. I, I can't, I don't even know the numbers. It's almost had a million deaths probably in the mm-hmm. past couple years in Yemen. Non-stop air bombardments over there. But like, it is alarming to when like you know what is kind of going on. Like you have those like guesses, but like obviously none of us are in a position of power exactly. or have a title that could back us or do anything like that. But I think it's important to talk about these yeah, kind of things sure, because yeah. I mean, if you're not gonna, like I, like you just said, I don't go out to search this stuff out because it brings unwanted stress. I don't do that either. Mm-hmm. I used to go and look up the news and try and be so in, like in tune with it. I was just like, yo, I'm getting like fucking freaked out right now, bro. This is some fuck shit. And you know, you gotta live happens. your life, man. You gotta live it, but you also gotta be aware. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say, but like, you don't wanna get to the point where like you just don't know what's going on, yeah. you know? Yeah. You gotta be aware of what's still going on within your own like local community, your state, oh, yeah. your country, the world, like and Because anything could happen, bro. Yeah. And then like you hear things like China like regulating their childbirth and like killing off any yeah. girls that are born oh, and like yeah. only men. Why do you think like? Oh well, they're fucked right now, man. Yeah, they're fucked yeah. Right now. But like, why do you think now. they would do that? Probably to build an army strong enough and deep enough to eventually take over something. Because you have all this man manpower, and but yeah, now like you said, they're kind of fucked now seeing that the, not having. Uh, they instituted the one child policy. I think it was like '04. Because they, they believed at the time they were gonna hit a massive overpopulation mm-hmm. issue, and at the time it looked like it. But now we're seeing that there's like, to every guy, there's like 1.2 men to every female mm-hmm. over there. Like it's- Which is uh, crazy. But like the numbers are just, it, they're not gonna be able to have a workforce in like five years. Yeah. There's a guy that was just on Joe Rogan's podcast, I don't remember his name, but he was talking about it in depth. Like in 10 years, they will fall. So I'm not, my biggest okay. worry used to be China, honestly, and they still should be a concern. They still should be. But like at this time, I'm kind of worried about what's going on at home like more than anything over there like Russia can have fun mm-hmm. it's an atrocity what's happening to the Ukrainian people but that is not our business yeah that is not our business as Americans and same no, wouldn't have happened if Trump was but the problem with America happen. right now is that we we have too many yeah. domestic issues and, and we also have a lot of officials everybody's always trying to go at each other in our own government I mean I know that's a lot of governments but like bro Joe Biden and like the guy is kind of there's so much division. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I, I, I don't like talking about my own country's president like that, but like, it's, it's, it's seeming pretty. Like, like really, you were even, saying, do you think even, this guy's fucking sitting at the table negotiating with fucking. Uh, you think he's. North, North, North Korea, what's his. Kim Jong Un? You think he's gonna Fuck put no. terror going into Russia and, and apply pressure to the Chinese economy? I don't no, know, bro. What, what diplomatic missions has he gone on to? I don't think he's trying to solve any of the world problems. Democrats are even starting to realize themselves now, too. I mean, they're still not going to want Trump in office, but they're starting to realize, like, shit, what did we do with this, like, thing? I mean, it was, it was, I don't know. It's it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, it really is. It it is. But was the election even real? Like, 
that's a that's a discussion. But I, I just me personally, I've asked so many people. I I try and go out of my way sometimes. I'm not all the time, but like when it was a hot topic around 2020, I'm like, yo, who'd you go for? Trump, 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 Trump. Maybe also because like, yo, how did he get 81 million votes though? Well, we're also like, actually in Florida, though. Yeah, we're in Florida, bro. But I didn't, I didn't, like, not one person? Really? That's yeah. just fishy. But I don't know. And then you hear the, the, the stuff where, like, people were sent multiple ballots. Dead people voted in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, dead I, people, I, I don't yeah, know, man. Dead I just think it's all just kind of a Overnight, shame. Joe Biden got, like, 70K dead people votes or some shit like that. There, there's like, That was whack. And then in southern states, people use a system called Dominion to vote. And it's this little teleprompter, you know, little touchscreen pad you can, you know, put names on. And uh, guess who Dominion's owned by? The CCP. So it's just kind of a joke at the end of the day. I mean, I, I just, I'm glad more, you, you said it perfectly. Democrats are opening their minds and waking up a little bit too. But I, I don't think it should even be a partisan issue. I feel like if you have common fucking sense, you know what right and wrong is. Yeah. Like, that's how you should base your decisions. And honestly... We say all this about like right and left, and everyone's so divided and shit. But at the end of the day, I still have like a decent amount of hope for society because like the yeah. average person you talk to aren't gonna be really Addicted. extreme. Yeah, that or like the extreme right or left, and a lot of it's just inflated by these news the media, outlets and yeah. these networks that just say this and all these like just trying to influence people one way yeah. or the other. And like no offense, because my mom's one of them, but all these housewives that are just watching like the news all day every day and like. When everyone else is at work, they only have these news channels and these shows on from 10 a.m. to, like, 3 p.m. Then when everyone, like, I mean, not to, like, stereotype or, like, upset anybody, but, like, when the working force or, like, the men get home, like, the people with common sense, they don't watch this stuff. Yeah. Then the people that are actually watching this stuff all day are, like, the easily influenced people that are just sitting there watching it all day and, like, they don't really Easily susceptible. Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, the the small minority is what is kind of creating the problems, I guess, in society, but also politically, in my opinion, it's this small minority of people that we're just letting have all to say, you know, and not minority as in skin color, but a small group of people that believe in one thing in a tribal kind of aspect where if you believe in anything else, you're just, you're Hitler, or you're sexist, you're misogynist. Facts, I mean, you, you just get declared such. I just laugh at that shit. You it have to funny. laugh. It is funny. But then, you know, when you laugh, <laughs> you, you just get... You know, steamrolled even more, you know, exactly. but it's good that there's people out there like Russell Brand. I really like his podcast. I really like Joe Rogan's podcast. Pat, Bet, uh, Patrick Bet David, he's been around for a long time interviewing athletes, mobsters, talking business and numbers. Like, the more people we have, like, doing that type of stuff. Yes, influencing <laughs> in positive ways on our youth. What's is, is Aaron Rodgers' friend's podcast? What's his name? Actually, no, Aubrey. Oh, I don't know. It's the guy you went on like the ayahuasca. He's talking about the ayahuasca shit. I remember who you're talking about, but I can't. Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, Aubrey yeah, Marcus. Yeah. He he's. It's key to have people and figures like that that have platforms that are openly discoursing like just everything. I, I think I think it's just important, especially since we're trying to cling on to you know freedom of speech. Like it's the mm-hmm. biggest thing that Americans have is that you're allowed to say what you want. Are we though? You know, I, you, it's controlled. Like so. It's controlled, monitored freedom. In my in my opinion, that's how I look at it. I mean, if we were on here, like, about to declassify some fucking 9-11 files, then, you know, probably not. It's probably, we're going to get raided by ATF, but, like, we're allowed to talk about shit like this. It's it's totally okay. I mean, I, I feel like the fact that it's kind of, like, we're weary about it, that just shows how 
a fucked up society is, yeah. like is, bro. You shouldn't be scared to talk about like what's on your mind. It's freedom and, like, of speech, bro. And, and that's just my opinion, bro. But like, I just feel like if the world kind of like not the world, but at least our country started taking a little bit more of that and applying it to their everyday life, then maybe yeah. we could have like a more a, a society with more of a spine because everyone's just so fucking fragile, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of crazy, bro. Like you gotta brush some shit off sometimes, you know. You gotta you gotta wake up the next yeah. day still. We right? need bullies back. I mean, Dude, yes. I mean, you know when our parents grew up, bro. Like, that's probably my biggest issue with society today is just how sensitive everybody is. You want to be more tougher. Like, like our, like our grandparents are tough. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like people, like I grew up getting yelled at, like crazy right, from yeah. like, sports coaches, my <clears throat> excuse me, my parents, like. Exactly. Everything, bro. Like, and it's having older siblings. And like, now, if you get, yeah. if you're caught doing that, you're like a terrible parent. And nah, you gotta toughen your kid up for what reality is, bro. <clears throat> exactly. It's I such was a like, It's such a shame, dude. And it's like, now they have, uh, fuck, what was it? Oh, they have like cartoons and shit coming out now. The kids that are like openly expressing, like they have characters that are openly expressing themselves as transgender and bi, and like they're showing that to the next generation uh. of kids, dude. Like. Let's let these kids And that's up, what bro. these kids... And, like, if you compare that to par- compared to, like, what China's doing with their kids over there, and, like, they're... Like, at least from... They I don't have... <clears throat> China, they actually... Their specialty is memory-based learning. Yeah. They want their children to remember and learn and stick with everything. Over here, it's just... Here's a textbook from 83. Exactly. You know? Stuff you, you're not... You're not lo- getting locked in. And that's one thing that also worries me, too, is, like, if you compare the education that's... I mean, I've never done... Uh, my own like due diligence to actually research it and go down that rabbit hole but from like surface level knowledge of what i heard like the level of education as far as like what they're providing the kids in china compared to here it's like leaps and bounds and that's what worries me at least for the future because like those are the people that are going to be running our generation one day and they're not going to be able to like critically think for themselves no not at all anytime someone presses them or something they're going to get emotional and not be able to like have a conversation where it's not just a yes man talking to you all the time yeah And that's that's what's scary because when you think about school now, especially the public education system in America, they're just training you to get ready for eight hours of work a day. Mm-hmm. And just if you want to, you know, yeah, entry you level, bubble. yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. They're training they're training people to like, and there's never it's never a bad thing to like go into like a blue collar job. It really isn't. I'm not shitting on that. I've worked blue collar jobs my whole life so far. But like, what they're training the whole society, like our whole youth, it seems like. They're not providing many opportunities for like, like really gifted kids that are really yeah. good with science or just art, strategy, art. Like you gotta you gotta start plucking that out of the youth and elevating that, and then yeah. the people that are gonna be great workers start taking care of them with better wages. And like the, the whole idea of taxation, in my opinion, I'm gonna sound like a fucking communist, but like we fought a war for this shit to not pay taxes. It's the biggest scam in the world mm-hmm. uh, in history. And we still have to pay more and more, it seems like, all the fucking time. Literally, it, this even country. For, even for people that are, that. like, technically in poverty under that 45K a year tax bracket, you're, I mean, you're still not making enough to, like, live a comfortable life, but you you break your back off all the time. Yep. And that just sounds like me complaining, but, like, and granted, the workforce, especially in our age group, no one wants to fucking work. But you also got to incentivize mm-hmm. working as well. So, like, if, they, if there was a common ground for... For this, these problems, like, and I'm sure there is, if people actually put their heads to it, we would see less of these problems, like the the freight traffic that we had this past year. Well, mainly, it was because of COVID, but mm-hmm. there wasn't workers in the labor yard, in the in the, in the um, 
dockyards in San Francisco. We had literally uh, DeSantis accepted like a shit ton of more cargo ships through the Guatemala Canal to come over to Florida. Opened up plenty of jobs, but in California, where most of our population kind of is mm-hmm. a, a large amount of it anyway, besides Texas, like, dude, no one's working, and like it's taking a toll. Everyone's on, you know, everyone got all their five stimulus checks. I didn't get fucking one, you know. And it's just one of those things where I paid all my taxes mm-hmm. this past year, made the most I ever made in a year. I got thirty-seven dollars back, bro. Jesus thirty-seven dollars back. Thirty-seven. And it's like, what did I do all that for? I didn't accept a stimulus. I didn't accept any handouts. But, like, you just see, and that probably happens with millions of people mm-hmm. over this nation, bro. And, it's, and that's the sad part. Mm-hmm. You work your ass off, 365, and you're like, okay, you know, can I get a couple grand back? You know, yeah. you guys took a shit done from me this past year. No. But, and that doesn't get talked about by no. I mean, because honestly, the people with titles, authority, fame, popularity, they don't have real world problems, bro. No. They don't go to Walgreens or to go check like out the prices. If they did come from that, they might not. They might be too scared to like talk about it. I feel like because it might ruin them and their like brand and their business. Yeah, you know? it might ruin their their legacy. Yeah, and their fame. Yeah, and, but that that's where it's like you're a coward yeah. if you if you're Literally. like that, bro. Because yeah. like you should use that platform to bring that shit to light. Tell me right now, Nancy Pelosi has not gone grocery shopping in like forty five years, bro. Like when I, when I hear a politician or someone like talking about. Oh, I know these egg prices. I know these milk prices. I know these gas prices. We're gonna get all this done. You don't know. You have a you have a helper. You have an assistant. You want coffee? It's there for you. You, you have a limo outside. You don't drive. You have private security. You don't have problems. You're not gonna get mugged in, in Tampa that mm-hmm. night. You're chilling. Like that's not you're you're living not in reality. You know, and maybe that's because we as a people have allowed this government entity to take so much power from the people and the voice away. That we're not allowed to voice these opinions on like a big enough platform to where there's going to be change. Well, that's why everyone's so out to get Rogan. All these networks, are, everybody's mm-hmm. out to get Rogan so much, and they give him so like they try to take him down. Like CNN, this especially. Did you ever see when um, the first time he got COVID and he brought out that video and then the horse med? They're trying to say he was <clears> taking <throat> horse meds and shit. Well, which was he actually, false. I think he said that he was like prescribed this medicine and the doctor told him like, it is used for horse and certain things but it can also it's been like um, tested to be transferable to humans as well and Trump used it and other people use it as well and then the biggest thing is when they took the video that he posted on his Instagram telling everybody like hey this is what I did this is what I got like it only took me three days to recover first day was terrible this shit's no joke this and that and you can tell like he looked groggy and was sick for a while but yeah they didn't look terrible then the next day, they have that video on CNN, and they put this like yellow filter on him to make him look so like <laughs> dead and sick, and look like all these things that he's saying he's taking is making him look like this. So they're trying to like bring him out to be this false advertiser, and this is what this is what everyone's listening to and trying to bring him down. You can look this shit up too. How like, is that not even? It's you can see the side by side comparison of the video that he posted and CNN's video, and this is a dark yellow tint on the video <laughs> that they posted. And they're just trying to bash him because they know that like they have he has a higher outreach than they do, and they're bringing these people on there. And he even brought in that one I forget his name, but that one uh, reporter from CNN who used to be like a brain surgeon or something too. And um, he challenged him on certain things and questioned him, and he just like shied away and like shoved them all off to the side. Yeah. 
it's like that's literally lying like, on Joe Rogan. Yeah, literally. Then, I remember that interview. And he goes back on CNN the next day and says all this shit about them, and they're trying to bash Rogan more because they just know that he can't be stopped. Is he has this platform that can reach millions and millions of people, and he can just bring on whoever he wants and let them talk about whatever they want. I'm sure at this point he's reached over a billion people. hundred percent. I mean, dude. he's. It's good to have someone like that in this kind of space. And people, I get shit about it all the time for like saying, "Oh, you did fried Rogan, you did fried Rogan." You, you just agree. Facts. You agree with everything he says, this and that. Like, no, I'm, I'm a very like, open-minded person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not too sway one side. Like, if I feel like he's saying something I don't agree with, I don't agree with it. I don't exactly. agree with everything Rogan says. Yeah. There's been plenty of times I'm like, oh, that's stupid, or like, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't really see where he's coming from with that. But Same. it's not. That's not the point. The point is. He's still going out of his way to actively initiate conversation, mm-hmm. genuine conversation, and that's it. Nothing else, nothing And more. spread true information exactly. with specialists, oh, with experts, and it's all real conversation. There's not, he doesn't have bogus people on there. He'll have it's some just him those, and Jamie. Yeah, he'll have some him of and Jamie comedian kind of episodes, but for the most part, he's really trying to teach people stuff. And, and, and just because he can. And yeah. he even says himself, he's like, I'm not no expert in this, but he, he he can speak on stuff because he brings in experts yeah. and they that talk to him. observes and gets right. data stuff from him. He's so, just a like, curious person. So some people well. say like, oh, he's not a reliable source. He kind of is because he's sitting around very educated people just mm-hmm. learning, learning. Completely unbiased as well. Right. Like he will like change his view mid-episode right. because something made sense. And exactly. I respect yeah. that. The episodes with Neil deGrasse Tyson, like just... And he's not afraid to push back against something no. too. He doesn't no. agree with it. Just, exactly. and it's not right. like it's something personal or because he's like a douche. He's just trying to bring it to light and he even says it all the time, like, um, I might mix it up, but it's something along the lines of, like, bad conversation is still better than no conversation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, it's true, though. If, it, it really is. Because know? just having any kind of combo with anyone, no matter what depth of the the combo is... You're taking something. You're, you're going to learn something, hopefully. That's what I try to do. Because everybody's day. different. No two people are the same. So you're gonna, if you come together with your minds and just spit things across with one another, you're going to walk away with something from it, you know? Yeah, and that's what I appreciate about just podcasts in general is that you can... Just shooting the shit. You can sit down and, you know, you could be doing your homework, you could be getting an email done for work, you could be just chilling at home with some, you know, with a little bottle of scotch or something. Put put the podcast on, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. you're listening to. There's tons of really good ones out there, and, you know, we really appreciate everyone for listening to the one that you're listening to now. It's greatly appreciated from Netherlands to Belgium to West Africa to Australia... Hopefully, to many more new viewers out there. But uh, Logan, is there anything else? Oh, I didn't get to ask you. What's your favorite music? Your favorite artist music wise? Yes, yes, we didn't yes, talk yes. about this. That's a good question. Um, honestly, I I like everything from like country to rap, hip hop, rock, like reggae, alternative. Yes, sir. Um, I kind of go I kind of go in phases. Um, like throughout high school, I was more of like a like hip hop guy. Like mm-hmm. I was really big into like Drake, Future, like some of the mainstream type shit. Um, once Lil Baby came out, I was big on him for a while. So when it comes to like rap and hip hop, I would say Lil Baby's at the top for me right now. But I, I sort of separate like new school and like today's shit from the old shit because it's two different things. What do you Whether find it's, like, the old shit though? Like the new shit. Um, so like today we have like all these trap drums and these beats and like you have mumble rap and like Lil Uzi and Lil Durk and, and yeah, compared to like. Biggie Smalls and it's Eminem, Eminem and Tupac yeah. and like a tri- 50 a tribe called Quest the Lil Jeezy the Ice game like, we love Jeezy we oh love Jeezy oh my god my brother my brother he 
when he was in high school, and I was like probably nine, ten. Like he he had all the Jeezy, Young Jeezy CDs, bro. We We're big on Jeezy here. We all um, with Jeezy. Or even if it's like rock compared to like like if you look at Nirvana and Red Hot Chili Peppers compared to like rock now, it's just different, you know. But yeah. they're both sort of like an art form, and they're beautiful in their own yeah. way, you know. So I don't compare the two, but I I like everything, man. But if I really had to like sit down and pick one. I would say like a good alternative like rock type like I feel you. vibe would be my I favorite. Um, but shit, lately, dude, I don't even really listen to music like that anymore. It's more so just like talk radio, podcast shows, shit like that. Like educating yourself. Yeah. Not hopping in my car. I have um, six twenty a.m. like the Tampa Sports Radio on. Oh yeah, true. Six to nine, Pat and Aaron. Nine yeah. to twelve, they play Dan Patrick show. Yeah, I listen to that every day. Then. Um, Pat McAfee comes on 12 mm-hmm. to 3. I watch that every day. And then after that, I'm just listening to like Rogan or something or just watching sports. Do you remember like going to school like every morning and you're in the car and you're listening to like Adam Seacrest on the radio? Adam Seacrest. I just, I just popped into my head for some reason. Well, I, that's such a random <laughs> figure. Because <laughs> he was talking about the Tampa, uh, Tampa radio, and I was like, wait, what's that guy's name? Adam, it was Adam Seacrest. I guess shout out to Adam Seacrest. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, you, f- you have a favorite album by chance, or is it hard to like break it down to just that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. I've never really like sat down and said like, this is my favorite album. Um, I mean, recently, um, I'm sure that I, there'd be other albums I'd put above it, but it'd be Moneybag's most recent album, The Gangsta's Pain. Okay. There wasn't one song on there that I didn't like. Bob not, not a skippable song? Not a skippable song. I mean, there's like some like, they're not actual songs, they're just like clips or like little like audios. Yeah. Things, but like, as far as like actual songs, Probably one or two at the most I actually skipped. How many tracks was there? Shit. Well, there's a there's a deluxe version now, but I, there's at least twenty. Okay. Do you like NBA YoungBoy at all? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big YoungBoy guy. I've been guy. seeing the the story post. Yeah, song I gotta I gotta find another artist. To well, start shit. He's on. fucking dropped three albums this since year. the year started. Yeah. I can't even keep up with it. But I played like the first five songs on the most recent one, and like I've always been a big YoungBoy fan. Don't get me wrong. But I just feel like they all sound the same now, so yeah. I just, it's hard to catch on. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, especially this new album, I listened to like, the first couple of songs and I got their kind of their vibe too. Like me, I'm I'm just lucky. I I guess like I try and find something different with him every yeah. song. But like I, I get what you mean. A lot of, like bulk like most like the bulk of his work is kind of all similar. But like he does have, he does have gems. The ones he that like gems, stand out, bro. the gems set him apart from the rest, though. But even sure. his bulk that sound the same, like they're all bangers, yeah, bro. Like sure. I, you can find one, and you're like, oh shit. The, I forget what the album's called, but it has "Where the Love At" and um, "Renata." Oh, oh uh, fuck. Um, it has him like in the middle, and has like the red lettering. Yeah, yeah. That's real. real, real. That's that's my favorite album by him. Um, there was one has "Across Me." No. With little baby? No, 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 no. Fuck. What's it called, man? Uh, Reeler 2? Yeah, Reeler 2. Yeah. Wait, no, 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 not that one. Um, I found that one, NBA Youngboy 2. Yeah. AI Youngboy 2. Yeah. That's my two. favorite one. AI Youngboy is my favorite yeah. album. Have you listened to the first yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I have. Dude, Graffiti. Uh, just that's, that's like... That's what that's got That's the original on. shit, yeah. yeah. Untouchable. It came mm-hmm. out after 38K, but like... Still, that's like, his shit. That's, that's, that's what he off. got. I yeah. think my favorite is probably Seriously Kentro. That's a great album. They're all like, I, I like all of his albums. There's great songs on each of them, but as in, like as a whole album, I feel like 
if you listen to just from start to finish, if you're looking for an album with not a skippable song on there, I, just, I think AI Young Boy just takes it. Yeah. Through. I feel like everything after, um, like there, there's there's so many songs on each album now. The not this past 30, 30 album, but the one know, before dude. with Nicki on it, 33 songs. So it's like there's destined to be some that just. Uh, I just you know. don't have the time to sit there and listen to it, man. Because I'd rather be listening to like one of my talk shows or like watching anime and playing a game. I just can't set aside time to do that. Shit, don't man. worry, bro. Just just keep it keep your eye out on the story, and you can find the gems. Sure, bro. I, got I got you. you. <laughs> I got you. Bro, but I, well, I, I just want to say real quick. I remember when we when we were started playing the new COD MW two. Mm-hmm. One thing that I fucked with is we never talked on the game before, but you were Madara and I was Hashirama. Yes, it's like bro, on coincidence. We just that connection right so away. If you guys don't know, in Naruto, like, there's a Senju and there's the Uchiha, right? Hmm. And those two forces are always battling. They, they fight through generations, essentially, right? Right? Kind of? Yeah. Is that a good way to explain it's, it? They're all, like, it's all reincarnation. Yeah, things. they all fight through, yeah. It started so like, like one. Yeah. Generations just yeah. keep fighting. And so the leader of, like, the, the uh, Uchiha is Madara, the leader of. Senju Hashirama, Hashirama Senju and Madara Uchiha. Yeah. Mm. So what what makes them like different? There's ones. So they're just warriors, or do they have powers, or? Oh yeah. They're just. Oh, yeah. So I'd have to watch it to kind of yeah. get yeah. a grasp. So like you know Naruto Sasuke. Yeah, with the nine tails. Senju right? Uchiha. Yeah, they're sort of they're all just descendants. Essentially, like so they have like a spirit animal like type shit. I get. Yes, no. I guess. I guess you could say that. Yeah. Because I figured his uh, Naruto's like it's just like what right? you're well, so they, they call those like uh, their beasts the or like their tail beasts or their jinchuriki. So those are okay. select nine of them, and they all have like a tailed beast inside of them, from one tail to nine tails. Mm-hmm. And okay. each one is like their own certain like entity or like god in a way. There's also like a power level too. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. the more yeah. tails yeah. you have, the stronger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kuruma, the nine tails so, is the strongest, which is Naruto's. But yeah. then like um, they also have so like. Not the Jinchiriki, but people like uh, Madara, Itachi, Sasuke, they have, uh, dude, I'm having a brain fart. Uchiha has a Sharingan. Well, that, but what's their, uh, like when they have the, the shield, not the shield, but they have the oh, big... Oh, the, um, the, Susano. The Susano, Susano. yeah. It's, which is sort of like their own sort of like inner entity inside mm-hmm. of them that they can bring to life that sort of compares with the tailed beast and the Jinchiriki. Huh. The Uchiha has just always been like a troubled clan. And, and eventually they, uh, one of their own, Sasuke's brother Itachi, killed off the whole Uchiha, except for, except for Sasuke. Mm-hmm. That shit will have tears coming out of your eyes. I gotta watch Naruto. I it's do. an investment. I it do. took me over a year. Damn, mm-hmm. okay. Well, it took us almost a year to finish the show Lost. I don't know if you've ever seen I've it. I've heard of it. I've never seen it, though. Genius. Yeah, you would actually genius. like it. It, has, yeah. it, it. Now that we're talking about like kind of anime, like it kind of has like the same value and like in-depth story mm-hmm. as like an anime does. Because like I just watched... Uh, for the second time, Blood of Zeus. Now that's really good. I've been watching Castlevania on Netflix. Okay. Like those are some kind of like American anime. Yeah, yeah. Not probably as good as Naruto or anything like that. But I'm just trying to get into mm-hmm. it, if you know what I mean. But I think if you were to watch a live action show, please watch Lost. Or, six seasons. Or Spartacus. Or Spartacus. Spartacus. You like, you I like heard about anime, you guys talking about that. You like anime? You're gonna love Spartacus. This is just like an anime. If anything, if anything, bro, just go listen to our review on it. Okay. Just go, wait. You have to listen to the whole thing. Please listen to the end. Okay. And mm-hmm. let me know what you think about the song we were singing. Um, <laughs> just. I got you. I, I'm, I'm an anime for you that would definitely get you hooked. Attack on Titan. 
that, that, that would be the one that would get like you like Aaron, too. I'm the same way. Everyone always said I looked like Aaron with my hair down and shit. Aaron? Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. You ever watch Slap on Titan? Aaron Yeager. No. Oh, it's like, it's like, like a parody. Yeah, it's like a parody. That, that's what I used to watch. It's on YouTube. In anime, they really get you, or, yeah, to get you into it's it, a, it's Attack on Titan. It's a little sure. weird, I guess. It is. From the outside looking in, once you see all the Titans and like the way they run and like, just what it is, it's a little odd. It, it might throw you off, but the story if you is, get invested in the story, it'll honestly... It'll blow move you away. It'll move you. It, I respect that. It'll move you. And I'll have to check it out then. What's with Attack on Titan? Attack on Titan. Is it on Netflix? Or I believe the no. first season is. It's on. It's on Hulu. Um, okay. Bet. It's on Funimation. It's on some shit. I have logins to all of it, so if anything, I can give you my shit. Um, but yeah, dude, just the and that's it's that's anime as a whole. The the character development, the storylines, the way they so, dive into shit, dude. So in depth. It's I insane, and it, that's what really like gets me into it. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Attack on Titan, you would you would like that. 100%. And, and the other one is One Piece. So I was having this discussion with my coworker earlier today. He's never seen One Piece. He's never seen Dragon Ball, but he's seen like other animes. And he's telling me all all these different qualities of animes that he likes. Like he says, he likes Hunter Hunter for this reason. He likes My Hero for this reason. He likes this for this reason. I'm like, dude, One Piece is literally everything. To, all all things you like in one, like yeah. literally. And and. They all, they, they all say, everyone that, said, that doesn't watch Sesame, like, oh, like there's so many episodes, is it really worth it? And my answer is always, there's really, there's not enough episodes. Yeah. It, it's that good, but there's not enough. <laughs> like, once you get into it, there's not enough. <laughs> is that on Hulu? Or, uh, it's, I, it's I know some of it's on Netflix. It's on Funimation for sure. Yeah, it's definitely on Funimation. I, I know, like, the first 100-ish, 120 yeah, episodes on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. It's um, funny. My, my only other anime memory with you Besides the gamer tags, mm, I already know what it is. I already know what it is. Oh uh, my god! You want to tell it? Yeah. You want to tell it? So, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon's girlfriend's brother Richard. Well, we have a big Richard on the show before. So yeah, we were at Richard's house and Julian's house, um, and for some reason, the drunk neighbors were there. I don't know why, because his parents weren't even home, were they? I don't think they were. I think. Well, all, I don't the think parent, all the neighborhood parents were there. They had. To be. I, don't I, don't, I don't think Tammy was there. I don't think Tammy and Vance were there. I don't. They weren't there. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't. Yeah, so Tammy and Vance were not there. Shout out to Tammy and Vance. Um, and yeah, like so the drunk neighbors were there for some reason hanging out with us, playing Pong, whatever. So just like drunk couples. So, so me and Brandon are sitting inside <laughs> at the table. We're both watching. It was Big Mom, right? You were showing me One Piece. It, 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 was, it was One Piece. It was Big Mom. I, I had never seen the fight before. He'd never seen the fight before. We're just sitting there watching it. And this drunk mom comes by and just smacks my phone out of my hand. Oh, my God. Spikes that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it, it took me a second to realize. I look at Brandon. I'm like, wait, what? What? <laughs> you were just flabbergasted. I was like, that, did that really just happen? She like, slammed your phone in the ground out of nowhere? Smack, yeah, bro. Dude, he's sitting there with like this. He's sitting there with this, and she just comes... Just smacks around the ground, face first. And, and then so she just bathroom. walks into the bathroom. What was your initial reaction? Dude, like, I, I was about to fight this bitch, but then I was like, okay, you know what? Let me chill. Let me chill. Like, let me think with my head. And I, I just calmed myself down. Was <laughs> and this lady's never seen Logan. Logan nope. never seen him. No <laughs> idea. With no complete strangers to each other. Did you find her man? And then I walked out. Well, the, I walked out to the to the. Um, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, well, yeah, her man was out there playing palm people. Yeah, I, I, yeah, went, I went out to the garage, and then I was like, yo, somebody better come get this bitch. Somebody better come get this bitch. And the husband got the vibe. He got the vibe. Uh, he, he, knew, got he, knew. Of so he already knew. Like, he walked out. happened more than once. Yeah. Yes. He walked out. He was like, he gave me a thumbs up. And he was like, I got you. He's like, I got you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the first time that's happened. 
Oh, yeah. my Lord. She happens to slap phones out of people's hands. Yeah, and then... Uh, Lord, it was heated. Yeah, I was heated. I was heated. But I calmed myself down. I did. At least your phone didn't... No, it crack, crack or anything. Or anything. But, um, that would have been something else, though. I, I told Richard to tell Tammy, and then Tammy heard and fucking tore her new asshole. So shout out Tammy shout for that. Shout out Tammy, man. She's a goat. <laughs> but yeah, but that was... What, what, what even was that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, Trevor, Attack on Titan, One Piece. I'm telling so you, we have, that will get you into it. We've had plenty of really good recommendations for anime, so anyone out there that hasn't watched anime themselves, kind of like me, uh, definitely take these guys' recommendations for it. They're, I know Logan's definitely into it, and he says Brandon is, so I, I believe that they, they know what they're talking yeah, about. They have a tattoo on my leg. They have, oh, oh he has a dedicated tattoo. <laughs> Zenitsu. Zenitsu. That is Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. I'm all caught up, too. I'm not, Last uh, two episodes went fucking crazy. No, that's actually a gorgeous tattoo, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I have a question I want to ask you, ask you three real quick. So, I'm showing them the Tournament of Power right now. They, they've never watched Dragon Ball ever, but I've shown them some of the movies. I showed them Broly. I watched Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, but you never really got into it. Z-Kai, sorry. Z-Kai. But anyway, so... It's different. You guys have never seen Super, though. No. So anyway, so I kind of got you acclimated, like, through the movies, the older movies, and then obviously Super. But now we're watching the tournament. You guys are watching the tournament of power for the first time. We just got to the part where Goku first turns Ultra Instinct. And what are your thoughts so far on the tournament? Right. I, I immediately looked up and I was like, "Uh, fuck, uh, fuck." I was like, "What did I say?" I said, "Um, God, what does he turn into? Se- Super Saiyan Silver." Oh, Super Saiyan Silver. <laughs> That's what I called him, like off rip, because he had silver eyes, like silver hair type oh my shit. God. I'm like, yo, that's the silver mode right there, man. But no, he was a badass, bro. That whole scene with Dejiren, like, you could tell, like, because I, off rip, you could tell Dejiren was gonna like be a factor in the Here's a beast yeah. in in the in this tournament. And honestly, I, I'm excited to watch him and Hit fight because I, I like Hit that's a lot. That's what we got um, next. Hit fight. Hit is badass. Because like when Hit like he like moves through time because he's so like fast. Time skips. Time skips. And, yeah. That shit, like that shit, is just so fucking fire to me. I don't know why, but I just and plus how he looks. Let's talk about so um, cool. the trio of danger. You fucked oh, with them, dude. Yeah. The wolves, Basil and Bergamo, and what's the other one's name? I don't remember. The, the poison one. guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, bro, I've actually been looking for a poster, like actual, like big ass poster. I just fucked with Basil yeah. so much. I was like, his look, his cosmetic look, was just. I don't know if there was a cooler character so far for me. I know Jajiren's up there and Hit's up there, but like, Trevor, those wolves were just fire to me. Trevor I, they, they went out too early. Trevor was sleeping when Tien died, bro. He was. I mean, you guys said Tien went on his own accord. Yeah, and really like, bro, I love Tien and Z-Kai. I, this yeah, probably he's, just he's ruined his image for no, me. He's like, he's yeah, he is. When he, he was like fighting Cell and Z-Kai and doing the triangle. He thing. had his moments. He had his moments. Yeah. The yeah. tri-beam. That shit was awesome, bro. But for the most Wait, part, side character. Well, actually, Z-Kai is kind of it's kind of legit because it's just it it's just Z without the filler. Because I watched when it, I watched when I was a kid from the first episode <coughs> when not uh, Raditz. Yeah, Raditz, Raditz, not the bald guy or Vegeta, but Raditz comes down and they fight him for the first time, and then all the way to when Trunks comes in, time traveling, and then I kind of lost like I, I think I just maybe grew out of it or maybe Cartoon Network no, just wasn't my thing anymore. After, yeah. after, like, after uh, the Android saga, they kind of took a hiatus for a little while. Until, That's like, what I was thinking because like, I didn't see anything now. new in that. Because I remember when, when that was coming out, obviously I've already seen Dragon Ball. Like, when, when that was coming out back in 2009, whatever, I've already seen Dragon Ball mm. so many times. Yeah. I was indoctrinated from birth, literally. But um, we, like me and my dad and my brother, like, we, we would watch it and like the dubs were like, they changed the dub a little bit. They did. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Nothing too crazy but like, um, 
and and Kai, his the the big Namekian, they call him the, the Grand Elder. Yeah, yeah, yeah Grand But Elder. his name is just Guru. His name is just, oh. he's just Guru. Yeah, like they, they always just called him Guru. Oh, and the what, what was the monkey's character? The monkey in the oh, he- heaven. Bubbles. Yeah, he badass. You love bubbles. Just a badass, bro. Just a G, just running around up in that island, floating in the sky. Doing stuff. Just bubbles. Just, just wait till the next tournament of power comes out. And when do they come? Is it like a periodic so, thing? No, no, we don't know. Be out. Yeah. They're, they're just the manga's out, or they're still releasing the yeah. manga. We're just waiting for it to be animated. You read the manga? No, I, I can't bring myself to read it. I'm as much it. as of an anime fan, I am, I just can't. It's good. But um, Yu-Gi-Oh manga. The sure. the last movie that came out when I saw that when they brought in Piccolo's new form and Gohan's new form. They haven't seen that one yet. That was just badass. Because yeah. I've always been a Gohan fan. Same, and he, same. They just, I, he was such a pussy in the he Terminal is. Power. Yeah. And, uh, super in general. He has his moments in Terminal Power. He does. I saw him showing them, yeah. Like, he fought that one guy. He did. Yeah. Omni? Omni. Yeah, yeah. but th- ever since he had his moment with Cell, they just kind of ruined him, bro. Yeah. But I can just only imagine what it's going to be like having Piccolo and Gohan in the next animation of it. Who, who's the next villain going to be? Like, uh, who's, who's going to be strong apparently, enough? Apparently, Jiren's still going to be involved. Do you guys think they're going to bring back some of these characters? Well, there's still there's still uh, Frieza's new form, Black Frieza. Yeah, Frieza will be he, back. He, he one-shotted Goku and, and, and Vegeta. Well, I mean, like, from this tournament of power, do you think we'll see some of, like... I think we'll still see some of the Saiyans. The Universe 6 Saiyans? Yeah. yeah. I want to see the Death Triangle again, man. Those guys I think cool. it's. Th- I think there's... Th- in some way, they can bring back, like, a lot of these people. Hopefully not, like, Rebrian and... Is, gang, but is Jiren in more of the uh, of the show other than just the tournament power? This is this is him. This is it. Like, he's, he's a badass. Yeah. Perfect comparison. That's who Savage oppresses in Clone Wars. If you want to yeah. see legit, yeah. like, dude, he's okay. Like a yes. rogue fucking he's warrior, my, bro. That's my favorite character in Star Wars. Well, so you guys haven't seen the Goku and Jiren fight yet? They only seen the first one. They haven't seen the second yeah, one. Yeah, when he went into the... And they, have, they haven't seen Kefla either. that black hole. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Kefla yeah. and... Go- don't spoil it, don't spoil it. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just saying, but... That the shit, Kefla fight, then the last Jiren fight... Before I watched Demon Slayer, best animation yeah. I have ever seen in my life. Wow. Like, I literally wow. sat there with my jaw, like... Yeah, like, yeah. Afterwards. Wow. Did you watch it in sub when it was coming out? No, I watched it all afterwards. Okay, I, I watched right. it I watched it in sub as it was coming out, and I was telling them, so... Like I said, we watched we watched episode one hundred nine and one ten, which is when Goku fights Jiren in Super Saiyan Blue, does a spirit bomb. Second, then one ten, he goes Ultra Instinct. When that episode, I was telling them like when this episode, when these two episodes came out, they came out at the same time. Usually it's one episode per week, but these two came out at the same time. Yeah, it broke the internet. Like it literally broke the internet. And like I I just remember that shit so vividly. Like twenty seventeen, whatever it was, sophomore year in high school, whatever whatever it was. I remember um. I'll post it on I'll, I'll post it on my on my story or not my story my, uh, for my streaks, mm. and everyone'll be like, "Oh, you're watching Dragon Ball." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Every, every yeah, Saturday yeah. night, every Saturday night. Yeah, this just this special place. I I'm, honestly, I I wanted to show you guys the Jiren and Goku fight in sub because I personally like it better in sub. But just for the sake, because we we've been watching it in dub, I kept it that way. But check it out in sub. I like it better in sub. It's just Goku's roar at the end. You know what I'm talking about, right? Have you seen it in sub? Mm-hmm. Goku's roar at the end. Just goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he was like punching? He's like, ah. Yeah. And Jiren catches him. In sub, it's just. That whole scene was fire. Yeah. They were just playing volleyball with a spirit bomb. And yeah. He <laughs> went the other way. He absorbed that, that fucking power, man. Mm-hmm. I was sick. I was so sick. Just wait. Just wait. You, but you gotta see Vegeta. You gotta see. Gohan and Piccolo again. I can't debate if I like the Jiren 
as a villain or Seraphim and Blood of Zeus more like I know it's hard to compare them because like Seraphim has more of a story. Remember the zombie guy? Oh no, they go they go into Jiren's story. They do a little bit, a little bit. It's hard to compare like way completely different animes, but like I'm obviously a new like comer to it. Mm-hmm. But like Seraphim is a badass. He's one of my favorite villains in anime of all time. If you even can call that an anime, it's only. Like a nine episode thing, but apparently they're renewed for four more seasons. So Shit, what is it? What is it? Blood of Zeus. Blood of Zeus. It's on Netflix, right? Really? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it like scrolling by. When it's I did my good. when I did my review, I was looking it up. I was on Rotten Tomatoes and Wikipedia, and they they got like four more seasons coming out, so we might see yeah. more of that. You're talking about like Norse gods. It's like Greek gods. Yeah. So okay. I, I think I think you'd resonate. Oh, with oh yeah, yeah, even Vinland Saga. That's sort of. That's the anime that sort of dives into the Norse side of things. It's like Viking based. Okay. Have you that's seen Record of Ragnarok? No. Dude, I, I tried, but uh, the first, like, three, four episodes were just backstories, and I was like, yeah, nope, I'm not, I, I can't. Yeah, there's those slow build-ups like that. I can't. I can, I can only really be, like, like, Game of Thrones is like that now, or not Never now. Never watched like, it. It's good? Dude, you've Ty, never watched Game of Thrones. Ty, Ty watched, Ty, Ty loves, loves Game of Thrones. Best show I've ever watched in my life. Oh, mm. my God. I mean, I'm... And a lot of people say like Breaking Bad's up there with like the best TV show ever. I've never watched it. Um, the Walking Dead, I've only watched like half of it. Yeah, but like so lost. Like, the only yeah, so I've never seen that. But Game of Thrones is by far like the best shit I've ever seen in my life. Really? It and has a lot of value. Then Vikings is right behind that. I like Vikings. Too. I like Vikings. That's a good show. For me, the best show I've ever watched is definitely One Piece. Yeah. And and The Last Airbender and Korra for sure. Those those two those two in One Piece. That's that's what it is for me. Have y'all ever heard of the Blacklist? I've yeah. seen it. On that the, was a very good ever. show. Person I liked of that interest? for a while. That was a good show too. I liked that show. The blacklist was like. Oh. It got it got really repetitive at the end. What was it? It was like it was like. So it's just like world-renowned criminal yeah, and like this yeah, one yeah. lady that they're related somehow or some shit, but like they have a connection and like he gets caught or turns himself in and like just everyday random lady who's apparently like they've had tabs on her life for years mm-hmm. just gets brought up into evidence somehow and she goes there and it's just like the story of this guy has this blacklist of all these like other criminals that like mm-hmm. wipe off the earth and like she's involved with him somehow and wow. like, it's weird very good show but it's very it was on HBO right I think so yeah. um, but I watched it all on Netflix have you seen um, Black Mirror no but I heard that's a fucking like watch Black Mirror wild show every, every episode's every, different right yeah. yeah watch that shit that's just fire that's just fire, for sure. That's what Rogan says is his favorite show of all time. Yeah, that, and they're coming out with a new season. It's been a while. So it's been like three, four years. They're coming out with a new season, season six. Damn. I heard but the Miley Cyrus season is the best. It's only three episodes. Really? Yeah. Uh, honestly, you don't really pay attention to the seasons. It, every every episode's different. So it's, just, mm. it's all... It's, it doesn't matter the seasons, really. Um, but yeah, it's just a masterpiece. Every, like every... It's, it's, some of them have connections. Some of them do. Like, you'll see something in one episode that you saw in... Something else, you know, but um, every everything's just a, its own separate story. There's always something going on and story to follow, you know, just little shorts. And n- another show I want to talk about. Have you seen Midnight Gospel? No, I've never heard of it. I love that show. It's it's Watch literally Midnight a Gospel. podcast, but an anime form. You fuck with podcasts. Um, Watch Midnight Gospel. Some of the most on Netflix. intellectual conversations I've ever heard are in that show. It's really? only eight episodes, but what's it on? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. But it's 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 a show like you're watching. But the audio has nothing to do with what you're watching. Yeah, it's completely. If there's random. Just shit going on. It's just a podcast. Like it'll be a zombie apocalypse, and, and we're just having a conversation. As soon as, yeah, but as soon as you see the animation of it, you'll get the vibe, and the okay. text, you'll get the vibe. The first I episode promise. is 
the best one, or my for me the last one, or the third one. For the, me the last. No, nah, the one. first one is because like they they talk about the president and he's just sniping zombies and they're just walking through the forest. You actually they get on a high know the guy that did the voice. He's on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. He wears mm-hmm. those weird ass outfits. Remember he showed up in like a cosmonaut like tinfoil outfit. Oh, there's been a few of those. Uh, is it? Uh, it's that weird. It's a white dude with a beard. Has like a weird raspy voice. Yeah, I know exactly you're that's, the, that's the guy. I knew exactly what you're talking about. Why well, can't I think of his name? Very smart. Very. So those are always some fucking very wild podcasts to listen to. Yeah. You, why can't I think of his name? I know exactly because they always and they'll like dress up in like cloaks and shit. Too. Yeah. Like some devil yeah. cloaks. And he'll turn the lights off and have candles. Yeah. yeah. But he, oh, why can't I think of his name? He's he's like. I think he might even be a producer of the show, but like, dude, this show—it's really worth it. Like Logan said, it's the conversation has nothing to do with what's going on. They could be on an alien planet fighting giant knights. Duncan Trussell. Yes. Duncan Trussell. Yes. Duncan Trussell. He he voices. Yeah, that's him. What? Yeah. And And he has a very like. Yeah, he, like, he's, I don't he's know. taking some. He, he's taking he has some. a very in, like interesting mind. Yeah, he, he's definitely taking some 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 substances for sure. But I mean, very open-minded he is, guy. Yeah, and he's very smart. Yeah. If you like him and if you like Joe Rogan, definitely yeah, check, out, check that, that out that show. It's Midnight only one Gospel. season. Yeah, only eight episodes. But you kind of get all you need on it. Yeah, you really watch, do. Watch it after you smoke. Yes, or if you're you know having a night with your lady, you guys are uh-huh. drinking a little bit. Turn okay. it on. It's a good episode. That's show. A, a just listen. I've watched it. When I was with my ex, I watched it with her. The females like it. It's yeah. like one of those things where they can actually watch with you. So I can be like, hey, can we turn on a Disney Club? Yeah. <laughs> can we turn on Twilight? Yeah. Kardashian. <laughs> Dude, it's Twilight or Barbie, bro. Oh, <laughs> Wait, have you, are yeah, you going to go see, uh, at least. are you going to go see that, what's it called? That you, yeah, Ken? Yeah, I think so. With uh, Ryan Gosling? I think so. Did you see the I trailer? I have to. And there's a new Barbie movie, too, coming out. Like a new animated movie Oh, my out. God. But she sat through three three with me, and okay. I think she's gonna go okay. sit through John Wick four with me. So I mean, it. Yeah, please let me know yeah. how that is. I'm not. John Wick four. I haven't seen either. John Wick's my like Dude, one of my it, the recent guy that plays movies. Man is in it. Yeah, you know. as far as like recent movie like I guess series, John Wick takes the cake. I've never seen one movie. I would miss him out. I've also never seen. That's a shame. What else did you see? That and three. I've, never, I've only seen the first oh half of Creed God. 1, dude. Both, yeah. All three of them are good. I've seen, I've seen every Rocky. You but. would love the third one because Michael B. Jordan is a huge anime fan as well. And he watches like Baki and like a lot of the mm-hmm. boxing animes. And he incorporates a lot of like the visual effects and the cinematic mm-hmm. ways they do it into the movie. So like <clears throat> whenever they it's a hand on like a hands fight, um, you they like zoom in on like the effect of them getting like a good shot to the ribs or like a good shot to the face. And in the movie it'll get that close up and like do that slow motion and he's like in the zone and like everything's blurry then he'll like give a big ass blow to the ribs and he'll like shake the stream like an anime effect and he has a lot of like anime comparisons in it. Okay. You'll, you'll like it a lot because of that. Is it, is it top Rocky? I don't Honestly, know. I haven't even seen all the Rocky movies. We have every, we have every single Rocky movie, every single So I wouldn't be able to man. tell you. But. So for me, like oh my I, my dad, RIP, he was a huge Rocky guy. Yeah. Huge Rocky guy. This, this well, you know it continues on, right? It's the same story. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, like, on, on his birthday or on the anniversary of his death, I always play the Rocky theme song and I the Tiger. Nice. I have to. Mm. You got to, man. I That's awesome. To. He <laughs> loved Rocky. And you know Rocky, the first one's like almost 50 years old now? That's insane. That's 50 years old. That's insane. Well, you see him now, like, he's old. He's old, yeah. And, and what was that movie we watched that he was in? Sylvester Stallone. I, I couldn't finish. 
Oh god, the Samaritan. The Samaritan is one of the worst movies I've <laughs> seen. Oh, it's horrible, um, bro. It's like an Amazon produced film. It was like a superhero movie. That should be able to wait. It was terrible, man. And then Amazon Studios has not like they actually have a decent track record. Lost City of Z, Papillion, like they made some good movies, but that was just not it. It was it was terrible. I, <laughs> I couldn't get through the first thirty minutes. Jesus, man. I, I had to turn it off and just put my put all technology away. I, I was like, yeah, all I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. You, you couldn't even finish the movie yourself either. I mean, that's that speaks wonders. <laughs> I think I'll definitely have to check out Creed though. I got, I, I watched the first half of the first one. And I, I thought it was good. good. I thought it was good. You'll notice the anime fight scene comparisons yeah. too. But I mean, Rocky just a special place in my heart. Like, yeah, really it, just, it has to with yeah. that. But um, I remember like this Christmas we were in Tennessee with my mom. We're all just sitting there on the couch, or no, no, that it wasn't even Christmas. It was my, when my mom was in town. We're sitting in my brother's apartment in St. Pete. I rolled us around the couch, looking for a movie to, to watch. I'm like, I'm just scrolling. I find Rocky. I'm like, all right, what better movie to play right now? For sure, man. And Rocky. Awesome. Rocky is it. it. Yeah. But um, I think this is a perfect place to, to wrap it up. I really appreciate everyone for, you know, giving their time to the show. Caden, Brady, yes, Logan, sir. Brandon, thank you guys course, very yeah. much for doing this. I know it, uh, you know, we're outside. It's a little hot. So, and we do apologize for the background noise. Um, the dogs and my mom are kind of playing around inside. So we, we apologize for that. But... Brandon, thank you very much. For thank you guys, man. This was a pleasure. Hell yeah. Man. And you're more than welcome back. to come on anytime. We're going to be, be doing a Champions League episode if you want to come on for that this weekend. Let me know. Um, Absolutely. I work Saturday and Sunday, but if it's anytime afterwards, then I'm down. Definitely. Because I need soccer people. I need soccer people. <laughs> oh, None of my like oh, yeah. friend groups follow you've, soccer. You've come to the right place. Only only, only guy I have is Thane. Facts. That's all I have. And these two are nerds, bro. Especially with Premier League. I'm a Rowdy's. Yeah, for sure. Nerd, but they're they're the Champions League and nice. the the EFL guys. Good. But uh, you're more than welcome to come sure, on anytime, man. bro. Thank you for introducing yourself to all the listeners out there. Anything you wanted to say to people across the pond, and um, you know, a little message from yourself. Nothing really. I mean, if if I can get back on here more, you guys start to like me as a guest. See if you can get. See if you guys can get us and the crew over there, and we can go to. Game overseas in Europe. Ooh, oh these, yeah. Have these listeners chip in. We'll start like a GoFundMe. Have all the listeners donate. Oh dude. We'll go over there, go to the game. That'd be lit. Dude, that's that's on my bucket list, man. Mm. Oh, just yeah. take a trip, going to like Germany, England, and just going like take a week in each, just go to multiple grounds yeah. and just see multiple games. You need to go to San Siro in Milan. Go to Imagine seeing Milan, Milan Derby. Oh my God. San Siro. Can we just have that? Or a Manchester Derby. We just have that in the semifinal. Imagine going to an Arsenal game. Oh man, they fucking The bottled. vibes are crazy. They bottled their season, Jesus Christ. They nah, did. the craziest fans are the Dortmund fans. That's, Dortmund. that's my favorite team. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's fair. For no, I mean, no specific reason. Obviously, I, I mean, my, the only tie I really have to it is that like, my family originates from Germany. Mm-hmm. But Same. whenever I like, first started in the soccer, started playing FIFA, I like, started watching soccer, Marco Royce was just like my favorite player. Marco Ruiz. So I just been a Dortmund fan since. And like, I've watched fucking like, Lewandowski, Mario Goetze. Mm-hmm. Um, Holland. Holland, he's my favorite player I've ever watched. Honestly, really, yeah. he's the only reason I root for Man City because of him. Then even uh, Usman Dembele, Pulisic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pulisic. Now they yeah. got Giovanni Reina, Jude Bellingham. Mm-hmm. They're just. I mean, it kind of like sucks never ever like seeing them in like the big stage of Europe, like competing for Champions League. Yeah. But like, it's good seeing them just be like that farm system that yeah. just produces world class talent after world class talent. I mean, even now, how do you feel about? I mean, it's an intense title race. In, yeah, it is in, in Bundesliga right now. I'd I'd be surprised honestly if we if we grabbed it, but yeah, 
Marco Ricci did his first his first, title. his first title, bro, and he's he's, he's been loyal, bro. He's been there ever since he left Mushin Gladbach, bro. He's he deserves it, bro. Every single every single Dortmund every single Dortmund player goes to Baron and wins. I know. Every Lewandowski, Max Hummels, like everybody, bro. It, it hurts deep down. It hurts, but even Goldsa. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard. Man. Hey man, sometimes it's hard to be loyal to your club. It is. Well, shit, I'm a Bears fan, dude. <laughs> and yeah. the first like. The first, like, when I finally became age to, like, understand and, like, be conscious of, like, NFL and, like, follow a team was the year after we made the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's just been demonic. You guys had Rex Grossman that year. I know. He's Quarterback. the reason we lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> he is the reason we lost the Super Bowl. You know what mine was? <laughs> mine was, so that was, what, 2006? Mm-hmm. The Colts won the Super Bowl? Yeah. And then the Giants won the year after, right? Yeah. So, for me, it's the Giants won. Wow, so that's because, a, we got the tail of both ends. Right, so 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 I'm from Jersey originally. Uh-huh. So we moved down here, I believe it was like January 23rd, 2008, something like that. The Super Bowl was first week of February 2008. Mm. So we literally moved from where the Giants are down to Florida. And I remember my grandpa my grandpa and my uncle didn't have a house yet. So like they were living in our, our, uh, our living rooms until like for the, for the time being. But the first game I ever recall watching was Giants Patriots Super Bowl, and you know I'm a huge Giants fan. Yeah, that's the, so the best first one to game do. I ever like recalled watching. Like obviously not, I watched my brother play when I was yeah, younger, yeah. But my first NFL game I recall watching was Giants Patriots first Super Bowl. That's and, insane. Like, what dude. a game! Yeah, like, like, yeah one of the literally. best games of all time. Like I'm kind of glad I wasn't like able to watch that Super Bowl though, because I would have seen them lose. Mm-hmm. But seeing Devin Hester return the opening kickoff, dude, I can only imagine what that was like. Yeah, and then all downhill from there. Yeah. Hey, Brian Erlacher, though. Brian fucking Erlacher and Lance fucking Briggs. Charles Tillman, the peanut punch. Damn, I missed that defense, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, looking at it right now, I'm, I'm really unlucky I've seen two Super Bowls out, aren't I? Uh, yeah, I've got to see a couple, like, NFC championships where we had Jay Cutler and lost the Packers, and we got to see our coach get fired after the 12-4 and season. Remember the wind bike game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no, I am too. <laughs> uh, I got to see Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky and the double, and the double doink. So Try to work it out. I've hey, seen it all. You got fields now. Hopefully there's something there. I've seen it all, man. But I think there is, man. Yeah, we I, can get into that another episode or something, but I think... Y'all aren't beating my lines, though. I'm sorry. I sorry. heard that. I heard that you were lying. Hey, as long as we're one and two in the division, that's all I care about. <laughs> fuck, oh, God. fuck Green Bay and fuck Minnesota. I don't care who's one. I don't care who's two. As long as it's like that. I think it will be, honestly. I think it will be. I think the Giants are a super screwball team. It's, I mean, it's all on Danny Dimes, man. It is, but I don't, think, I don't think we have a hole in the roster. Maybe safety, but... Maybe maybe you guys didn't bring back uh, Julian Love, did you? No, we he didn't. went to Seattle, I think. Yeah, so like we we don't have that. You know, we we drafted a young guy last year, um, Dane Bell. He's actually from Tampa. And you got a you got a McKinney too. Yeah, we still got McKinney. So like maybe safety, but they they like Dane Bell's potential. Did you like Julian Love when he was? Yeah, there? he was good, but you know. No, the Dane safety. boy. Yeah, he's average safety. He, he was he was definitely good for us, but you know you, you can you can improve. Yeah, I saw the Notre Dame sign on the yeah, wall up there. Big Notre Dame fans, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kane is yeah, their mom is their grandpa's a huge Notre Dame fan. Um, what game were they at? Your mom and pop. Uh, they went to the, uh, the Alabama, Alabama Notre Dame in Miami. Game in Miami, it was twenty thirteen. I believe it was Yeah, it was Manti Teo. No, it's 2014 DCS. Have you seen the documentary on that? Dude, so fucked, but it cleared his name, and I think I can safely say, Manti Teo, you're a legend. Yeah. Like, you're a legend. He was a legend on the field, too. He was a legend on the field, too. He was. He really was. 
Actually, I have one more thing to, to go with my favorite like sports memory. It has nothing to do with like the local team, but it was when uh, Notre Dame they played LSU in the Capital One Bowl in Orlando, like probably three, four years ago. It was a uh, trying to think of what I forget who won the title that year, but it was Darius Geis's last season at LSU. Um, Miles Boykin was still at Notre Dame. Oh, I um, remember this year. Yeah, but long story short, we got like nosebleed seats, and it was like a miserable, rainy, cold day. Um, but like after halftime, we were able to like find our way down to the bottom. We got like probably seven rows back first section seats and we ended up fucking seeing we were down by like two touchdowns we brought it back then it was a like third and ten we were going the other way and Ian Book had a pass to Miles Boykin that was like juggled and he caught it one-handed and shook like two defenders and brought it like 60 yards to the house for like the game-winning touchdown in the oh, bowl game that's Ian Book. fucking Ian Book bro it's to see him oh, fucking he's just like the rock he's just like yeah. he's no different from Deshaun Kaiser bro He's mid trash. Sean Kaiser was a first round pick. Whether it's Notre Dame or uh, the Bears, I've just always been blessed with very mediocre, but like, like very good but low ceiling quarterback play. Historic franchise. Still don't have four thousand yeah, yards. Historic. Very. Still yeah, just don't have four thousand yards. That's, that's crazy. Insane. But whether it's like Jay Cutler or Mitch Trubisky or like having Ian Book or yeah. Jack Cohn or Deshaun Kaiser. Even, Jack Cohn was in the XFL this year. Yeah, he was. He was balling out. A couple of games, yeah. You know, you know what my favorite sports moment is. I just thought of this. One of them is definitely Kawhi's game game winner. Just watching that live. You that saw was, that? That was against my team, and watched I watched that live. Against Philly? Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember I, I wasn't really watching the game. I was on my phone. I remember this is my old house. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I watched it. it was like I watched the last couple of minutes. But I remember just sitting sitting up, and then the silence of the arena when the ball you hear you hear the doings just doing, doing. And they mean a silent, silent. Mm-hmm. And you know Kawhi didn't show any emotion. Yeah. But when that when that dropped, it went crazy, and Kawhi's just fucking screaming, bro. But that just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. I know. But my number one all time is Kobe sixty point his last game. You saw that live too? Had to. Had to. Yeah. I remember. I forget who told him go get me fifty. Shaq. And he got sixty. Yeah. Shaq. Yeah. That's insane. That that that's that will always be like. Rest I, in peace. I always go back. And just, I have to go back and rewatch it. That's just every 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 so often, you know. So relive like just reliving that experience. I remember I was I was living, living in a river plantation. Me and Austin were watching it, and my mom wasn't too big into basketball, and her boyfriend at the time, Terry, he wasn't too big into basketball. But I remember looking looking back at my mom, like she she knew who Kobe was. Like mom, Kobe's Kobe dropping sixty points, and even she's like, holy shit! Like yeah. his last game was like just timeless. And I, I can just recall every single bucket. So I, I've seen it so many times. Like I, I can just each shot, each like everything, each each movement. Mm-hmm. You know who sh- like who shows up in the crowd? Fucking what's his name? Like we just saw in in, in uh, oh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Yeah, so yeah, like Jack Nicholson's there. Everybody's there, bro. Missed a game. Magic Johnson's there. Shaq. Everybody's there. Kareem. Everybody's there, bro. They're showing everybody. And, and you know Cash Nasty. Yeah. I remember this vividly too. I've been watching Cash since forever. Like it's like since before we had hundred or maybe like hundred K. But I remember, you know, so I believe this was when I was in eighth grade, but I remember um he was streaming one day, I was watching him, and um his ex Ash, I don't know, you remember her? No. The really. white girl. And, but she asked him, she was like, Are we watching the Warriors seventy three nine? Because that's it was the same night. She's like, Are we watching the Warriors seventy three nine or watching Kobe? He's like, Fuck no, we're watching Kobe. Mm-hmm. And it's like of course, you have to watch Kobe. And that, that's just that's always been my number one. Is Kobe's last Kobe's last game. Just I don't, I don't think it, I don't think there is topping that. Mm. I don't think 
I, I've seen Diggs. I saw Diggs touchdown live. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah, I saw Diggs. I wasn't a Vikings fan. Well. I wasn't a Saints fan, but I don't know. Kobe's Kobe's last sixty. I, I just don't. I you can't top that. My, sports. My, my favorite sports moment ever is just seeing Nick Foles fucking Nick Foles lift the Super Bowl trophy for the Eagles. Like I'm a big Eagles guy, and just watching that happen for the first time through their first Super Bowl win. Especially with my grandparents there, just waiting for it their whole lives to see that yeah. one moment. Yeah, that was Damn. that was just. Do you, do you remember where you were when the double doink happened? Uh, I was. I don't. No, I was. I was. I was in there. I was in there. Oh, I watched that. that. Yeah, I was, I was, I was in there. Because that was against you guys, the Eagles. That mm-hmm. double doink was against you. Yeah, yeah that was Chicago. just a man. And it was, was windy though. It was pretty windy. And so I, I, I didn't know if I expected him to make it, but I saw it going in, and I was just like waiting when they iced them. Yeah. That's I was just waiting for it to like our whole uh, season because that's it, like it looks it looked like it lo- I don't know if it was gonna go in or not but shit just it was maxed out bro I just fuck Matt Nagy. I, I remember watching the, uh, <laughs> I remember watching the 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 game where Carson Carson Wentz fucking tore his ACL yeah. against the Rams yeah, I remember the exact play he rolled he out right and just dove into yeah. like three people Adam that game he got up he got up went in another snap yeah. and then he fucking he had to get yeah. out of there Adam was on trip in to L A he was at that game. Really? He was at that game? Yeah. Oh, shit. In LA. Damn, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> M- MVP quarterback going yeah, down. I won the fucking Super Bowl that year. So. Yeah. My favorite sports moment has to be, I think it was my 12th birthday, December 22nd, like 2012, I think. Uh, the St. Louis Rams came to Raymond James to play. Uh, I was born in St. Louis, if you didn't uh-huh. know. But um, they came to play the Bucks, and both teams sucked. I mean, we yeah. were, St. Louis was garbage for yeah, so Jeff long. Jeff Fisher. Um, Jeff Fisher and Greg Schiano era. Je- yeah, Jeff wow. Fisher was Jesus there. I got to meet. I got that. to meet all the That's teams. The blackout era. I was in the tunnel, the away team tunnels. My birthday oh, nice. it was the best gift I ever got, and I got to meet Sam Bradford, my favorite player, and Stephen Jackson, one of the most underrated running backs of all time. He actually picked me up, gave me a hug, and. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite moments. That's just, so sick. It, it was my birthday. I couldn't yeah. ask for a better birthday. Not at all, dude. I had Justin Bieber hair, a bright neon <laughs> Under Armour collared shirt with a St. Louis Rams hey, hat on. Hey, you stuck on. out, man. And I was just standing oh, yeah, there looking up at these guys. Like, that's, what, that's what it's for, man. And it was awesome, bro. And you know those guys love seeing that shit, bro. Michael Kendrick. Imagine being that fucking, person, dude. Just how that so, but it, Tavon Austin. Like, yeah, that was best college highlight guys. tape ever. Tavon uh, Austin. Yeah, that's Steven Jackson. the song. It was some... That song was fire. That should made that that play that uh, mixtape, bro. Which one? Tavon Austin. <laughs> what was on with it? I don't remember, bro. I know you're talking about though. But I know it made that. It literally yeah. made the play. I know you're talking it about the mixtape. Tavon Austin. Whoa. But uh, this is a perfect spot to wrap it up for real this time. Oh, we apologize for the background noise throughout this episode. If you guys heard any, um, the dogs and these dumbass you know, dogs. We, we got we got a lot of activity out here. But uh, really appreciate everyone for tuning into this interview of our friend Brandon here. Uh, show the support on Instagram and Twitter at Tea Time Reports, and uh, maybe we'll uh, plug Brandon's Instagram and stuff like that on our Instagram. So if you guys want to give him a follow, definitely do that. This is our longest episode. This is our yeah. longest episode. So Honor. We appreciate everyone for you know staying staying in tune this long and uh, yes, thank you guys and anything you guys wanted to say before we sign out? Well, just, you know, Brandon, we'll definitely get you back on soon. Oh, yeah, man. Whenever you want. And, and maybe uh, we'll get Luke back on and do that anime. Anime is your brother too, if anything. Hell yeah. Do some yeah. sports shit. Too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Well, awesome. thank you guys out there for listening and really appreciate all the support. Take care. Peace.